Good morning, Rise and Freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. It's Friday, so I imagine you must be in a good mood. I know why you're so excited. Today's smoking hot redheaded libertarian day. No, because we call it Freedom Family Friday, the lovely Steffi P for Liberty in house. Hello. I realize we're matching. Are we? Yeah, with the don't tread on me. Oh, yeah. Yellow and okay. Black. Don't tread on me. Got my yeah. yellow and black. Going you know, my on. microphone's kind of in the way there, as you can see. Oh, and we're so excited to debut a new microphone Stephanie's using today. It's so sexy. Yeah, we really hope that we have solved the microphone problems for good, but of course. You never know. It's brand new. We're testing it out today. So let us know. Yeah, let us know. And maybe I can talk over him finally. Yes. And we won't like cut. It won't cut off out her mic and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully we've solved these technical issues. Let us know how we're sounding today. You can text the show at 573-319-1586. That's 573-319-1586. Don't forget to click like. And of course, if you enjoy the content today, Subscribe to the channel so you can get you some more. Give me more. Give me more. All right. It's good communist week today. This week on the Wake Up America show. It's a holiday. It is kind of a holiday. Yeah. So <laughs> it's good communist week. Do you know what a good communist is, Stephanie? There's only one kind of good communist. Have you ever, do you know what it is? There's no such thing. There is. There is actually such a I thing. I don't think communists are good. Yes, there is actually for, for in one oh, example. Oh gosh, I think I know what you mean. What do, what do I mean? This is going to sound really bad. Yeah, it is. Are you going to make me say it? Say it. Okay. A good communist is not alive. <laughs> I can't say the word. The only good communist is a dead communist. Yes, oh. and we've got we've got three dead communists this week. Congratulations, America's much better off, isn't it? Aren't we? I'm not sure if I endorse this. Uh, I endorse it completely, wholly, <laughs> and entirely. And uh, we'll have a good conversation about that with, on Freedom Family Friday. <laughs> I'm Austin Peterson, your host here with Stephanie Peterson. We're going to talk about another leftist activist who was murdered in Brooklyn. His commie friends, though, have turned it into quite a capitalist event. Yes, I've noticed. Yes, well, there's a lot of money that's being exchanged, changing hands these days by the communists. We'll talk about that this morning at 7.30 a.m. We'll play the uh, video of this brutal stabbing, which which occurred. Uh, the person who did the stabbing has uh, been remanded into custody. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about that this morning. As it's, they should. As they should. We'll talk about that. Well, actually, what I think they should do is they should do what they do with a lot of these violent criminals. They should release him. But... Let him stay at the friends of this dead Antifa scumbag's house because the ones that, that are raising all the money, right, uh -huh. for the grieving, right? Yes. So they should release him, but let him stay at their house. Okay. <laughs> not in my backyard. Not, not in my backyard, but in theirs. That's right. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that this morning at 7.30 a.m., and it'll be a little harsh, but uh, you know what? Sometimes love is tough. And a little graphic, get the kids away. Yeah, exactly. You don't want them to see that It'd violence. Tough. Right around 8, 8 a.m., things might start to tone down a little bit, but then we're going to start talking about relationships, which, you know, We'll you see. know, it gets me all heated. We'll see. We'll talk about it this mm. morning. We'll talk about that stuff in just a second. At the top of the show today, we're going to speak to Joe Biden. Or we're going to speak to, to Joe Biden. Yeah, the president of the United States is going to call into this show. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, as much as I don't approve of him, that'd be kind of cool if he came on the show. It would, yes. We'd talk, talk to him. him. We'd talk to him. He uh, might not be able to talk to us, though. He wouldn't be able to stay awake. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Joe Biden goes full MAGA. Did you see this? Joe Biden uh, yes. has now gone full Make America Great Again, at least when it comes to immigration. Yes. Uh, build the, that wall. Build uh, as exactly. We need to get this is the new chance. For build, that. That wall. build 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 that wall. 
Thank you, Mr. President. Oh. Uh, there you go. Make America so great exciting. again. Exciting. Exactly. From, From now, now on, on, it's going to be America first. Okay, America yes. first. Amen. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a great show today. And uh, then once we're done with all the sort of the dark and depressing topics on this Friday, it is Halloween season, though. So spooky, scary stabbings and things like that are the uh, the topics du jour. But then we're going to switch to some things, so some things that are a little bit lighter, if you will. I, you wanted to respond to the topic that I spoke to Camille about yesterday, which was this concept of... Um, you know, modern dating. And specifically, it was related to this video that we watched because you like Pearly Davis. I like her. You like Pearly. She says a lot of true things. Fellow redhead. I think that probably helps. We're united. Right. She's kind of a red pillar, right? Uh But she talked yesterday about this video about like what women bring to the table, uh, and et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, in the context of relationships. And then we're going to talk on the at the end of the show about some things that are normalized and maybe they shouldn't be. Yeah, I really enjoyed that list. Mm-hmm. It so, makes you think. Yeah, to talk about some things that have been normalized, mm-hmm. maybe they shouldn't be normalized. We'll talk about that this morning towards the end of the show. So you want to stick around for the entire show. Of course, the, the Wake Up America show streams live when? Monday through Friday from 7, 7 to 9 a.m. Central exactly. time. Exactly. And if you want to let us know if there's breaking news, something happening this morning, or just a story that you think perhaps that we missed, Send us a text at 573-319-1586. Again, the text lines are open at 573-319-1586. Let's hear from our illustrious commander-in-chief, for now, uh, if you will. <laughs> oh, hold on, actually. You know what I've done, Stephanie? Huh. I've done a stupid, stupid thing. What? I have not... You're not lo- stupid. I have not... Lo- yes, I am. I've, I've loaded, not loaded the videos. There we go. Negative self-talk, y'all. Negative self-talk. Here we go. There we go. All right. Let's... Now we actually have it. Let's go ahead and play it. Yeah, and also, uh, our continued uh, advancement of stability in the uh, Indo-Pacific uh, uh, in that whole area. Yeah, and also... Uh, Maybe stupid, but I'm not this stupid. What uh, is going on here? He looks like he's at a nursing home. Yeah, I, He should be in a nursing home, Stephanie. He looks like Thank he's you. like sleeping in his jerry chair. Yeah. <laughs> this is a security... He's getting a security briefing on Ukraine. And this is his, these are his words of wisdom for the nation in the middle of this. Yeah, also, uh, our continued uh, advancement of stability in the uh, Indo-Pacific area. What's your thoughts on that, Steffi? I've heard that we are enhancing stability. Uh, that is great. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. But then the rest of it is... Definitely not understandable. Yeah, can't understand dancing. <laughs> wow, oh, I I don't know what's happening there. I mean, is he praying? Stephanie, and like, it looks here, like his eyes are closed. Briefly, and... help us. Give us your kind of like your from your limited medical experience. Oh yeah, you did spend time working for years in a hospital. For ten years, yeah, yes, so, I did. So talk to us about like patients what that were like this when they came in, like when you, when you would see like elderly people and they would come in like this, Uh like what was the status here? What was, what was this? Well, we always say, you know, alert and oriented times one, two, three, or four. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you're alert and oriented times four, it means that you got all your senses about you. I mean, that to me is like, he's alert and oriented to maybe one or two like maybe he knows where he is i'm not sure if he knows who he is or what he's talking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean yeah i 
I rarely see that. You would see that in like a dementia patient. It's is that are those signs of dementia there, Stephanie? Uh I would say so. He seems very confused. Yes. He doesn't seem to be able to carry on a, a normal sentence that anyone can understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I really don't know what's going on there. He seems sedated almost, like he's on, you know, he could be on like drugs, you know, like pain yes. medication. Mm -hmm. It's almost like when you wake up after surgery after your anesthesia and you're just kind of like slurred speech because his speech is very slurred too, mm -hmm. which is really bizarre. Yeah, um, you know, because people with dementia, their speech is usually pretty good a lot of the times until like you know the very end when like they can't eat in it anymore or anything but it's like usually they can talk just fine they just don't make sense so he can't even talk fine well there's a lot of things that don't make sense to this president let's go back this let's just go back in time here for a clip for the president when i say he's gone full maga mm -hmm. uh that's it's quite a juxtaposition take a listen to this president uh this when he was campaigning for president take a look at the, listen to this no i'm there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration, number one. Number two, what I'm going to focus on, and, the, and your, uh, uh, the fact is that somebody in this group written a lot about the border. No, I'm <laughs> He's not going to build another mile. There won't be another mile of mall. There won't be any more mall, uh, a wall built. More wall. Well, there will no more wall. Okay, uh, I trust him. Yeah, completely yes. right. But uh, this next clip, this is his press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, who is a black lesbian, by the way, which is very important. Uh, why is that important? Be, that's why she was hired. She's a black lesbian, oh. right? They, they, I saw a really funny Babylon. <laughs> I saw a really funny Babylon B piece the other day that that was uh, when Gavin Newsom was deciding which uh, person he should choose to be the next senator from California to take over from Dianne Feinstein. Uh -huh. um, he said it said that he threw a dart at a board uh, that had to, that it was full of black lesbians. And he's like, yeah, sure. That one is fine. It's all about the diversity hire. Right, just any black lesbian will do. So anyway, so here's a black lesbian in the White House who's she's struggling to explain why the Biden administration is now building a border wall, mm -hmm. the same wall that they had blasted Donald Trump for. And here's her explanation for this. Take a listen. Okay. And just told me that a border wall does not work. If that's the case, why does his own Department of Homeland Security secretary say in a public notice, quote, there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers? Here's what I can say. I can speak to what the president was very clear in saying and also so what you all have been reporting about, uh, about this, uh, uh, this construction. Uh, so the facts are this. Uh, this, uh, this is not new. Uh, these funds were appropriated in fiscal year 2019 under Republican leadership, and DHS is required by law to use the funds for appropri appropriated purpose. That's what we're seeing. This was announced back in June by the DHS. And so, look, we, we believe that there are better effective ways of moving forward to secure our border and security, we, our border security, and we have continuously asked for Congress uh, to act uh, to provide our CBP the law enforcement uh, law enforcement at the border uh, to give them the so did you kind of did you get that essentially so what she's saying, saying our here? hands are tied yes. we have this to money was put already... these funds into the wall we have no choice right this this money is already appropriated so we have to do it you know what it is it's a, i mean they could just refuse to enforce i mean like the executive can't possibly enforce all of the laws that are all in the book at all mm -hmm. times if joe like was like oh we sorry we just don't have the time or the attention to be able to do it he could fulfill his promises to his, you know, radical leftist progressive base. Could he make an executive order to 
take away those funds or something? I mean, not really. No, I mean, not no. Uh, essentially, oh, okay. you know, he doesn't have a line. So detail. he can't be like, it's null and but void now. But here's no more. But here's the thing, Stephanie. The, the reason why they're doing this, and here's another clip here. You saw this one. Take a look at this. The reason why they're doing this. So those are the immigrants running. Where are they running? To the wall, towards or towards the border. So they're in Mexico, right there. At there, yes. Okay, and they're, they're Mexico, making their running way, towards they're, America. They're running towards the United States. Just massive. Okay. How do they get over the wall? What are they doing? Do they climb over? Some of them. Sometimes there's just no. There's just fence. There's just fences. You can either you know tunnel underneath it, or you can. So these border people, they have they're like, oh, we can't do anything about it. There's too many. Yeah, there's they're just like hands up. Right. Eh. So so here's the real reason why they're not doing. And, I, and we saw that actually the mayor of New York City went to Mexico City to talk about the immigration crisis, right? To do something. Yes, I don't see that. And he's like, help. Yeah, yeah. The, the mayor of New York City. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Because I saw a video of Chicago residents showing huh. up and and saying, "You work for us." You work for us. They were screaming at their elected representatives because of the fact that their their cities are being overrun right, with right. these immigrants. Yes. And, and so they don't have resources for all of these people. Even the even the Democrats, even the Democrats are uh, screaming at their own Democratic representatives saying you needed to figure out a solution to the problem of the migrant crisis, because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's one thing to be a welfare state. state. It's another thing to be a welfare city. When you're a welfare city, when you're a sanctuary city, like a lot of these cities are, mm -hmm. they are being absolutely overrun. Oh, I found the video here. This is these are um, Chicago residents. They took over a city forum. They're he heckling their Democrat mayor who's trying to set up a colony of illegal migrants in the city. Here's what here's the video. <laughs> Hold on. Here it is. Just real quick. Let me pull it up. Look so at many this. Crowds. These are Democrats screaming at Democrats. What did they say? You work for us. You work for us. You don't work for the illegal immigrants. Right. Yes. You don't work for the people who are paying the taxes. You work for us. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, and that is why. And here's the thing. So that is why Corinne Jean-Pierre uh -huh. is, is, is lying her ass off about the reasons why they're building that wall. They're doing it because they're actually getting pressure from their own Democratic base. Your AOC got heckled recently at, at an event that she had where she was uh, out talking in front of this, uh, this swanky hotel in, in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And there are de Democrats showing up, screaming out of the top of their lungs to do something about the crisis. I mean, it's, it's a serious problem. It is. When the Democrats are unhappy, it's like, what do you what do you do? Well, you know, when the Democrats are unhappy, that's when something actually gets done. But it's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So maybe we'll actually fix something. I don't I doubt it. I doubt it. No, but the problem is, Stephanie, is that it's there are no incentives to fix anything. Right. Right. The, because the, but there are now there are. Well, but now not really. Right. Because here's the thing. The elites in this country, the people who own businesses. Right. And the people who are in power. The, there's this this old saying that goes around um, that the reason why nothing gets done uh, when it comes to immigration is because Republicans want the labor mm -hmm. and Democrats want the votes, right? Mm, Republicans want the labor. Republicans want the labor, and Democrats want the votes. Oh. Uh, and I would be curious to see what Quest Fanning has to say about it. I saw him over in the live stream this what morning. What do you mean Good by morning, that? Fest. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, sure, sure. So Republicans tend to be like business owners, right? They so tend they to want be people to work. So they want okay. the cheap labor, okay. right? They want the they want the you know the migrants who are going to work 
pay them cash under the table. Okay. Right. So Republicans want the labor. Mm-hmm. Democrats want the votes because they, the assumption is is that immigrants and things like that are going mm-hmm. to, if they vote, they're going to vote for Democrats. Mm-hmm. Right? Can now, illegal immigrants vote? Uh, for dead people, I guess they can, right? They die, sure. They could take the spot of a dead person. It depends. You know what? Some cities, some like municipalities in this country have actually made it so that you don't have to have an ID to vote. Right. Yeah. I am so shocked by that. Well, here's the thing. And I know that my audience, the audience is not going to like me to hear me say this. Uh-huh. But the funny thing is about voting is that most Americans don't vote. Right. So in this situ- in this scenario... This is another situation of illegal immigrants taking jobs that Americans won't do. But right, they're voters, right? <laughs> Americans don't want to vote. Okay, illegal immigrants, and that's the thing. come on, But vote. that's the thing, and it's like, listen, I hate to like call out my own team here and like chastise like the audience or what uh-huh. have you, but the, the reality is, is that like, even if you only show up to vote once every four years, you're not doing enough. That's right. not, that is not enough. That's not it's, activism. It's not activism, right? You're <laughs> not, and here's the thing, the way America is set up is we're not a democracy, right? Mm-hmm. The way that the American Republic works is that it is a participation mm-hmm. democracy, meaning that you can show up to vote once every four years in uh-huh. a general election, but do you vote in the primaries? Right. A lot of people don't vote in primaries. It's like those people that only go to church like one time a year. Yeah, they only show up to church. they call themselves Christian. They call themselves a Christian yes. and they only go on like uh, Christmas Day right. or something. A major oh, holiday. Easter. Same with the Jewish people. We yes. only go on two of the major holidays. Right. That's it. Exactly. But then mm-hmm. they don't show up the rest of the year. Right. right? But then they, they think that they should have as much a say in thing how things are run as the rest of us. Correct. When they shouldn't, because they don't show up. They don't show up to vote. Now, yes. these here's the thing. These citizens who are showing up screaming at their elected representatives who are saying, you work for us. Yes. For for many of them, this is probably the first time they've ever showed up at a public meeting. <laughs> they don't know what's going on in their communities. They're, right. not, they're not paying attention until they feel like they're being impacted by something. And then they show up and complain. Yep. But here's the thing. It is like back in the days in 2008, when I first started getting involved in the politics during the Ron Paul days, mm-hmm. you know, the Ron Paul people tried to take over caucuses and things. And in Missouri, they were fairly successful until the Republicans like shut it down and then shut down caucuses here mm-hmm. in, in Missouri because of the Ron Paul activists. Well, because a lot of the problem with like the Ron Paul activists specifically in 2008 were that we were young, we were naive, we were inexperienced. We thought that we could just show up and take over and just outvote people, but we didn't realize. I did think that. Yeah. But the thing that we didn't realize is that as activists is that our votes only counted so much because the people who were the precinct captains mm-hmm. and the people who were the who were the the heads of the local Republican parties who had worked and who had taken and who were the heads of the boards, they had put in the work over those years to to take the power in their communities so that they would have veto power over wide swaths of the citizenry who were there, who were, you know, just mass democracy is not enough. Right. You can't just show up once every four years to vote and think you're going to get as much as say. That's why the majority does not rule. That's right. The majority does not rule. Uh It's set up like that on purpose. Right. Right. So that's why, you know, this is a tangent way of saying that, like, if you're angry, if you're pissed off about politics and you only show up once every four years to vote, Mm -hmm. you get the government you deserve. Right. You've got to show up more than once every four years. I hate to be. Good things take effort. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, but maybe we don't want them to show up that much because then they'll be fighting for things that we don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. It'll be like more food stamps, more government. Il America. He's kind of been one of our new fans who joins us this morning. He says that they have taught us voting and politics are boring and it doesn't matter. That's true. That's kind of they don't want us. 
Mm-hmm. It's also like banking, for example. Yeah, like they, they it's don't, boring. They, it's boring. They don't yeah. want you to. They don't want you to learn about monetary policy and the Federal Reserve and the creature from Jekyll mm-hmm. Island and stuff. I happen to find this stuff fascinating because you know I, I love mo- I like money, <laughs> but that's uh, right. But uh, most people are not interested, right? You, you know, and that's the thing is like people who it's kind of like when it comes to public education, right? No, like the government isn't going to teach you how to overthrow the government. Okay, the government isn't going to teach you how to overthrow itself. The government you wouldn't think so. No, it's not going to teach. The government is going to teach you the things, the tools that you need to know to be able to do it. Like the people who are in power, they they want you just educated enough to be able to work in their companies for their in their for their corporations. Right. Be able to pull the levers and go home and work Mm -hmm. your forty hour a week, five days a week while they climb that ladder. Exactly. They don't. don't, They don't want you to start your own business. They make. They put every roadblock in your way to do that, and they use the government for that. Right. So it's it's. It's they don't want us to know what the what the tools are that we need. They don't want us to have the tools that we need to overthrow them. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why you listen to the Wake Up America show, because we'll give you the tools you need for a freaking revolution, baby. That's right. I always say your actions are in direct alignment with your values. If you don't value something enough, Mm -hmm. you're not going to do anything about it. So it's clear that we as Americans just don't value certain things. We're not motivated. Yep. Sterling Champion uh, joined us this morning and said, in my experience, 15 percent of registered voters have died or moved. The underparticipation in American politics is partially due to this inflated denominator. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quest Fanning says, I'm all for the valuable migrants, folks with skills. 99% of these asylum seekers are doing so on economic grounds. Bring value or stay out, he says. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can text the show at 573-319-1586. Again, you can text the Wake Up America show anytime, night or day, uh, even on the weekends at 573 319 one five eight six. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm meaning to read that book that you actually suggested to me. It was about border, mm-hmm. um, the borders, and it's like a graphic novel. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, I really want to read that because I think it'll probably be very relevant to what's going on right now. Well, you know, I'm a libertarian Republican, mm-hmm. so like that means that I'm not like a MAGA Republican when mm-hmm. it comes to immigration. But however, even if like by even the most liberal definition of open borders, which is what this book is, right? The case okay. for the case for open borders. Okay. Even in the most liberal definition of open borders, it still is there is a caveat that in in regards to a someone is not allowed to come here if they're a security threat to the United States. Right. And they're not allowed to come here necessarily if they're carrying an infectious airborne disease. I think we all can agree on that. Can we? Or are there some people who are like, bring your diseases, bring your crime. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There are. are. That would be seen as insensitive if you're not accepting of those people. And we we don't need to get into too deep a discussion on this. The problem with that with this is, is that the um, is that the enforcement mechanism, right? How do you actually enforce proper immigration protocols that allow for people who want to come here, that want to work, that want to be a part of the system and integrate. Because I do think, you know, if you're going to come to the United States, you should adopt American values. Absolutely. Defining American values is probably the the hard part of that. I think I could define them fairly clearly, right? Adopting our constitution, right? Yeah. Our, our belief in individual rights. Life, right? liberty, and, and life, the pursuit of happiness. Yes, is that right? our values? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is that the American people can't pass the immigration test. I don't think I could. Right. Or why, you know, why are we being overrun? In large part, it's because we have not allowed ourselves, we have allowed the government to dumb us down in our public education system. We're illiterate. We're we're not, we're economically illiterate. We're also functionally illiterate in terms of just reading. 
So we can't defend our own. We can't defend our country. We've outsourced everything to the government. Mm-hmm. We think that we can that the government can solve these problems. That we, it's that it's we we that's what we pay our tax dollars for, and we don't participate in our public system. It, it, right. Parents are not getting involved with their kids' educations. I mean, listen, I could rant about this. You know all day why? Because you know? of what your brother said last week about how we're distracted by the bread and circus. Yes. That's what it's all about. Right in circuses. Me, we just want to have fun. We don't care about the other stuff. Yeah, let me just reset real quick for those who might just be tuning in now live. Good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America show. We're grateful and glad to have you here. Today is Freedom Family Friday, which means my lovely smoking hot redheaded libertarian wife, Stephanie Peterson, is joining us. Hello. Give her a round of applause. Do you like my microphone? How does it sound? It does. It sounds pretty good, I think. Do us a favor. If you're enjoying the content this morning, make sure that you click like. And if it's your first time here... We do us a favor and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to hear from you again and join us every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time when the Wake Up America show streams. We'd love to hear from you this morning uh, and every morning, again, Monday through Friday. All right, so we've got Anthony Rogers is one of our buddies, the comedian. So Anthony Rogers is uh, is a good conservative guy who has his own show as well on Uh Rumble.com. And he's been uh, producing some good exclusive quality comedy content he had something to say about Howard Stern this week, oh. and he's got a little comedy segment that he'd like to share with you. So, Yay, let's, so take cool. it, take it away, Anthony Rogers. Hey, uh, good morning, and uh, thanks for watching the Wake Up America show with Austin Peterson. You have great taste in morning shows, unlike the people that watch Howard Stern. Which brings my next opinion on Howard Stern or what's left of Howard Stern. He's like a fragment of a ghost. Like, what happened to this guy? He just pushes like big pharma propaganda now. Like he was like this rebellious, funny guy back in the day, or so my grandparents told me. But I mean, what what has even happened to this guy? He, uh, he's going after Donald Trump. Like he, like Howard Stern, the guy who does Kakioki, this game where people singing to each other's dicks with microphones, has a political opinion. It's like if you don't understand policy, just stay out of the way. Just go back to making fun of porn stars and pretending you're smarter than people, Howard Stern. It doesn't make any sense. Like, this guy is just ludicrous. I don't understand who takes him seriously anymore. He's just so washed up. It's so just out of touch with reality. It's embarrassing. He just needs to be put in a nursing home or something. It's like, he's you're done, Howard Stern. Like, just go to the nursing home, drink your prune juice, and shut up about policy. You don't know anything about policy. Like, what are you talking about, man? I don't even know how people listen to you still. Is it a punishment? Are your, are your listeners only in prisons where they make them listen to this? Like, who purposely goes out of their way to listen to Howard Stern? Okay, first off, you have to get Sirius XM to listen to him. You have to buy a service to listen to this washed-up guy that makes no sense. You can't just do it and listen to anything like you can this show. You know what I'm saying? So what is even going on, man? Like, why does his opinion matter? Why are people publishing his opinion? Why? I'm like, he's just so status quo at this point. And, and I already know his opinion because I heard Big Pharma pay everyone to give his opinion. It's just pathetic. Thanks. Listen to the Anthony Rogers Show every day. Bye. Welcome to Snow Goose Lodge in Jamestown, Kansas, your home away from home. Choose the comfort and privacy of our individual rooms, each equipped with its very own locking door and ensuite facilities. Or bring the whole family and make memories in our communal space. Snuggle up on our plush recliners or share a meal around the dining table that comfortably seats eight. Our kitchen is armed with everything you need, from a microwave to a full-size fridge. For a bird's eye view, book the Eagle's Nest. Enjoy the privacy, storage space, and its very own 
toilet and shower. For just $450 a night, reserve the entire lodge. Perfect for reunions or retreats, accommodating up to eight guests. And remember, Snow Goose Lodge is a haven for kids and dogs alike. So bring the whole family. Book your stay now and get 20% off your first booking using the code WAKEUP. Good morning, Rise and Freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. What do you think of our buddy Anthony Rogers? Yay! Yeah, I mean, he's so cool. I like him. He's very funny. We appreciate that. He's going to start contributing a little bit more often some exclusive content to the Wake Up America Show. Make sure that you watch the Anthony Rogers Show on Rumble as well if you enjoy his content. Joining us now live in studio with a working microphone for once. The lovely Steffi P. I like to touch it. Give us a little ASMR. Because it can be touched. Give us, a little, a, a liber, give us some libertarian ASMR. Hello, life, liberty, and the pursuit. What do you want to do with the Federal Reserve, baby? Happiness. I want to end it. End the Fed. End it, baby. Oh my God. <gasps> right. <laughs> if you're enjoying the content this morning, don't forget to click like and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to have you come back and join us sometime. It's a great play, great way to start your day every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. You can join us right here at rumble.com slash AP for Liberty. That's AP, the number four, AP for Liberty. Yes. Yay. I, I was just really excited about the microphone and I was, I don't know, I was feeling a slight attraction, you know, in this moment. I was like, yeah. it's getting, getting, a lot, getting a little hot up yeah, in here. Yeah. We're going to talk about relationship stuff here a little bit later. Okay, Stephanie. All right. So just save it. Okay. Uh, in Florida, a proposed law would give the death penalty to those who are convicted of... Well, being intimate with minors. Not everybody's in favor of this policy. Let's uh, mm -hmm. take a listen. I don't think that is as bad as it's going to get in the state of Florida or possibly red states in general for trans people. I think that this is the ultimate goal. Yes, he wants to deter as many gay and trans people from the state of Florida as possible, but those who do not leave at their own free will, well, what's going to happen if you refuse to leave a bathroom? They're already calling the communities um, trans and gay. They're already calling them groomers. That's the next step. Well, they didn't leave the bathroom because they're obviously going to do something with my child. And if they think that you're a pedophile or a groomer, or a sex offender, it's legalized genocide. I don't think that is as bad as it's. Oh boy. I mean, that's, that's a lot to process there. That's a lot of concepts There's to process. There's a whole lot of retard there. Ooh, ooh. We need to unpack this. Now, There's semi-retard, there's quarter retard, and then there's full retard, and everybody knows you never go full retard. Yeah. How dare you? So is that true that they want the death penalty for uh, pedophiles, essentially? So, so Governor DeSantis has signed a law that mm -hmm. would punish child sex offenders with the death penalty. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Now, I mean, okay. Here's okay. the thing. Is death penalty legal there in Florida? Yeah, yes. Okay. okay. So here's the, so, so, you know, regardless of our... That, uh, you know, our resistance to the death penalty in general. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, we're not we're not uh, fans of the death penalty because it's not just child sex offenders that they execute. They sometimes execute innocent people as well. Sure. And, and a moral society would never allow for a, a government that, of course, makes mistakes. I don't trust the government with life or death. I don't trust the government to 
walk and chew gum at the same time. Like if so a trans person really wasn't a pedophile, but yet they were convicted as one. Sure, I wouldn't want lock them, them to up, life in prison, in and living is hell for these people anyway. But that's neither here nor there. We'll mm-hmm. debate the merits of the death penalty later. Do child sex offenders deserve the death penalty? Good God, yes, absolutely. And but mm-hmm. the way that I always see the the proper moral use of the death penalty is not to hand them over to the state, but that you execute the person right there. Someone comes and tries, you know, if someone assaults your child and you find them in the act, you can kill them. Right. Yeah. It's that's like, the death penalty. Why does it not make it okay after the fact? And that's because you can't really prove if that person really did because it. Because the government makes mistakes. Because right. the government is flawed. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you know, in the act, you could prove that it was it was right. done right there. Like you were you were inhibiting that person from committing that crime, it's right? Or defending your yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's self defense. Anyways, let's not debate the merits of the death penalty okay, here. Okay. And I will say that, of course, that if you commit these kinds of offenses, I don't feel sorry for the people who are executed in this way. Right. They deserve a they, punishment they deserve, of some sort. They deserve yes. death. I would say that they deserve death, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that the, the government should be the one to carry it out. Anyways, we'll talk about that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Here's, the big, here's the big umbrella hanging over the head of this activist, okay? The law says nothing about transgenders. The law says nothing about gay, LGBT, Q, so whatsoever. Okay. So the umbrella of doom that's hanging over this and other activist heads who are calling this an LGBT genocide. Yeah. Is that they're telling on themselves. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Like, look me in the eyes here and like, get what I'm saying. Uh huh. What are they, what are they trying to say, Stephanie? They're trying to say that these trans or LGBTQ plus people are groomers and therefore they're going to be assumed to be pedophiles. Who's saying they're groomers? Who's saying that the LGBT people are groomers? Um, well, I, I hear Stephanie, it from the right Stephanie, a lot. No, no, I hear it from the conservatives yeah, that's a lot. That's what she's saying. But here's the thing, Stephanie, yeah. she's telling on herself. She's the one uh-huh. who is telling on herself. She's the one saying that they're groomers. A law that has n- that does not specifically state that the LGBT community are the ones being targeted, and then the LGBT. Why would the LGBT community be up in arms about this if they weren't trying to kids? Well, because she she sees that the LGBTQ plus community is already being accused of being groomers, which they are by the right. Okay. I do hear that term all the time. Okay, groomer. Yeah, I the hear left that. uses it too, by the way. So it is making this group of people, the LGBTQ plus community, it's making them scared. It's, they are afraid that they're going to be blamed in this way. There's no, there's no there, you have nothing to be afraid of. You don't have to worry about it. If are you, you sure? Yeah. Why? Because here's the thing. Well. You there are there is the fear that you would be falsely accused, and that's why mm-hmm. I don't believe in the death penalty. But here's the thing: for the, for the law for a large reason, if you just stay away from kids, you largely don't have to worry about it. But here's the problem: but how can you stay we're away here, from kids in this world? We're here. Stay out of the bathrooms with them, right? Don't go to to uh, don't do drag queen story hours, uh-huh. right? Stay don't don't invite the kids to the local drag queen show and all that. There's lots of ways to avoid kids, Stephanie. Right. You, and, you and I, we love kids, but we hardly see kids. We're hardly ever around kids, and if we're ever around kids, mm-hmm. their parents are usually there, mm-hmm. right? So here's yeah. the, but here's the thing: this is what they call a self report. Mm-hmm. Okay, they they do want access to our children. They do they do want to get access to our children. We know this because they say this. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. As a matter of fact, that's not the only time that mm-hmm. something like that was said. 
We're coming for your I think kids. the Video only course. way that she just called herself out right there As is celebrate she's pride admitting on the that they go in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. She was admitting that. Yes. Because she they was want like, to go... people in my community go in the bathrooms As and we now we're going to be accused pride of on the... bad things. Yes. Uh, Stephanie, yes. have you ever seen or heard this video? Let me play this re- uh-huh. really quick. I don't want to play it for too long, but okay. I just want to have a, have a listen to this. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful. You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children Happens bit by bit Quietly and subtly And you will barely notice it You can keep them from disco Warn about San Francisco Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care We'll convert your children We'll make them tolerant and fair Tolerant. At first, I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. Just like you worry. If, if anything, the homosexuals are excellent at musical theater. Of I course, know. But, they're no. so kitschy. Oh, that was beautiful. Um, well, you know, you and I were a little different well, well, on this no, issue. No, we're not. No, we're not. Because, mm-hmm. because again, it's <laughs> You're for saying adults. We're not. <laughs> Right. Again, here's the thing. Like, again, they're not tolerant. Uh-huh. They're hateful. They're just as hateful as the people that they claim to be against. You, you're and they're just, just painting as intolerant. them with a large brush here. You can't do that. Stephanie, not all of I, them. I was raised in a musical theater. I, w- I went to school for musical theater. My uh-huh. li- I have been surrounded by homosexuals my entire life. I know, okay? but you don't know all of them. So yes, you can't I do. say all. Yes, I do. And yes, I can. I know. You can't make generalizations yes, I like can. this. Yes, I can. I know all of them. I know them all. And they're not all coming for our children. Here's the thing. He's also wrong. Right. In saying, they're not all coming for our children. Thank you for saying that. Mute your mic if you don't let, if you don't let me speak. Uh, give me just a moment. There, he's wrong in saying that they are trying to, we're going to convert your children. Okay. <laughs> Being gay is not a choice. But if it was, it, w- it would be the right choice. Just kidding. <laughs> well, he's claiming he's Just converting kidding. them to being tolerant. No, he's... He, here's the thing, Stephanie. It's, it's subtext, right? There is subtext in this. We're going to convert your children, okay? If a child is already gay, then they can't be converted. And if they're going to... If they're gay anyway, they're going to already going to... They're going to be mm-hmm. tolerant of other gays. Now, are there homophobic gays? Sure. Like the... Christian pastor guy who was smoking meth and he was the head of that mega church and all that stuff. And there's a lot of like closeted Republicans that are like Christian conservatives who it turns out that they're, you know, having sex with little boys and doing all kinds of weird gay stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're like, quote unquote, intolerant, if you will, of homosexuals. A lot of self-hating gays. Right. Is what you call that. So this guy's trying to say, I'm trying to make people not be self-hating. There's, it's so rare, Stephanie. That's what he's trying it's to so do. It's so rare that, that, like, that there's actually like a Christian conservative gay who is self-hating. It happens, yes, but that's not the majority of gays. Most of them are out and proud and at pride parades and things mm, like this. No, they're not. But they're they're, they're on the down low. On the on the sub, no, it's no, they're not. Not anymore. This is not the 1920s. You know where they where they're all in the closet. 
they're all out and they're open and they're proud for the most part, right? There Are there some in the closet? Sure, but the, typically after a while they come out. So here's the thing. I would not, if I were someone who was would be suspected, I would not say, oh, we're coming for your children, all right? I wouldn't even, in order to, like, yeah. it's, it's not a good idea to try and stir up that kind of, to dwell in that area. When you do something like that, you're signaling, okay? Yeah, it's I, kind of like it, when yeah. a whore wears a whore's outfit. Yes. What is she doing? Yeah, She's advertising. They're spreading the wrong okay. message. They use Why the are wrong you dressing jingle like there. That? Why are you dressing like that? Mm-hmm. Why are you walking down the street at 2 a.m. wearing that outfit? If you're yeah. not, right? I'm not saying that you're, you're, you wanted it. I'm not calling you a pedophile. But if you're trying to gain access to children, why are you signaling, right? You're not going to the senior citizen's home to read Little Miss Muffet's out on a tuffet, right? So bad idea, right? Bad idea to signal that you're coming for our children. Bad idea. Because it turns libertarians... The messaging is not in the right way. It doesn't sound good. Yeah. 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 I mean... But again, it can be misinterpreted. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your kids. We're coming for your kids can mean so many things. It can mean in a pedophile type of way. It can mean they're trying to protect the children from abuse and neglect and all the bad things. Mm -hmm. It can mean that they're trying to teach them things and make them better. So it's like, what does we're coming for your kids really mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it it just doesn't sound good. They really should have probably had like a, a PR person help them fix that. Yeah, that, you know, there's no PR that's going to fix it. Joni Rankin, our good friend over there on the live stream is joining us. Good morning, Joni. She says, hello. I say the same thing, AP. Theater was my life. So being a community where being gay was a majority, I feel my opinion has cred. I agree. I feel the same way, mm-hmm. right? I like I, I was in my career to and even in when you're working in television and and mm-hmm. and film and like radio and all these like any kind of professional entertainment you know you you, being straight is the minority right right right. so and here's the thing the most of the people that i knew that were homosexuals were not coming for kids they weren't trying to go for kids no right so we can't paint them with that brush right You, you can't but here's the problem they're painting themselves with this brush they are coming for all. your children, the ones that we just saw, right? Those and the people. ones who are shouting at Pride Parade, we're here, we're queer, we're coming those for your children. People. That's a yes. lot of them now, and and a lot of them is too much, right? One is too many, mm-hmm. okay. But uh, the fact that it's at every Pride Parade now that they've got kids out there with you know naked men right. ha- hanging around children, it's too much, yeah. That's inappropriate, okay. I'm tolerant to adults mm-hmm. and adult behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm intolerant to people who are adults who want to involve children in their lewd behavior. Oh, absolutely. That is Parents the difference. are responsible for their children, not someone who's not their parent. That's correct. Exactly. It's yes. going to backfire on them. And I think that, and, and here's the thing, like my brother, my, my brother who's gay comes on here and agrees with me. He's like, he doesn't identify with these people. He thinks that they've gone too far. Right. And so that's why I feel bad for people in the LGBTQ plus community that mm-hmm. don't identify with that. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your kids. I feel mm-hmm. bad for those people because they're trying to find community and they can't find it yep. anymore. Yep. Yep. For sure. Anyways, they're I'd love scared to, to identify. I'd love to hear the thoughts from our audience. You can send us a text today at 573 319 1586. Again, you can text the show today. Let us know what's on your mind. At 573-319-1586. A Massachusetts native and activist was killed in a stabbing in New York City. 
Face an 18-year-old man is facing a murder charge in a stabbing that left 32-year-old Massachusetts native and activist um, Ryan Carson dead. He was stabbed in the chest multiple times during this unprovoked attack mm. in Brooklyn, New York. We've got the video of this event. Just an FYI, this mm. is a graphic video yeah. of this event. Um, let's take a look and a listen. I can see him up here. He just starts going nuts. I've seen behavior like this in New York and in Kansas City. That's the time to run. Instead, he confronts him. He's in chill. Yeah, chill. Two, three, right in the heart. Bits in her face. Why is she apologizing? Is that her brother or something? Uh, maybe. We don't know. I don't know who that one is. Sorry. Um, Anyway, so who is Ryan Carson? So we've been learn learning a little bit about this Ryan Carson this week um, and a little bit about the community that's rallied around uh, in support of him after this death. Here was his girlfriend. You can see here is uh, the girlfriend of the of the activist. And uh, she actually she refused to give details to police uh, about the event. Here she is. She's got a picture of her. I mean, she she's the only person that witnessed it, aside from that other girl who came out. Well, do you see her? You see her shirt here. Can you see what is that is? ACDC? Is that what no, it is? no, no. So oh. see, what is ACAB? Oh, what does that mean? I thought it was the band. My sweet wife. Does, my sweet wife is so innocent. She does not. This is why I love her so much. <laughs> I'm, I chose my wife, Stephanie. I married my wife because I'm mean and she's nice. And she, because she's never lived in New York City. She lived with her mom her whole life, pretty so much. So youthful. She's, That's what men she value. So she, yes, Stephanie. I love her so much because she is so innocent, and there is not a mean bone in her body. So she doesn't know what ACAB means. She thought it was ACDC. Can we just get a little laugh? I think that's what it's supposed to look like. Yes, it is. You're right about that. Um, but ACAB means all cops are bastards. Oh my god, I've never heard of that before. What? Okay. All cops are bastards. So she didn't give details to the police oh, okay. for that reason. Um, and was then, she like, I want my lawyer? Was she saying something like that? No, no honey, you give too much credit for having okay. a brain in her head. Um, okay. But here you can see there, she's on the left there. She's uh, showing her license plate. You see what her license plate says? Right there, can you see on the Oh, on the is it something right about uh, Karl Marx? Yeah, Karl, Karl Marx. Okay. Yeah, all cops are bastard, Karl Marx. So we're learning a little bit more about these people here. Let's learn a little bit more about the art school jock. He's a leftist activist. Right. So he's a big fan of bullying and political violence. Um, he called himself a harbinger of destruction to American family values. Okay. Uh, he was stabbed to death, of course. Uh, and here he is. You can see uh, posting things like, let's toast the rich with our choice of cocktail. So he was a fan of uh, initiating political violence. Right. And here mm -hmm. we also see he's a political organizer here. It's not bullying to hold elected officials accountable. Okay. Agree with that. He says, that being said, I would love to shove this little effing nerd in the locker where he belongs. Okay, oh, well, interesting. So that's a little violent. There we go. Um, so uh, another interesting thing, friends of this gentleman, Ryan Thorson Carson, mm -hmm. they say that he would feel sorry for the teenage criminal who stabbed him to death. Oh, it was a teenager? It was an 18-year-old oh. teenager um, okay. and who apparently was another mental health 
case oh, in New York there. So bummer. He's 18. Yeah. So that means he's going to be a, an adult. Yeah. Well, no, that's, no, that's There's Even if he was 17, they probably would have tried him for yeah. adult. If he's going down for murder. He's going to, uh, what is it? Sing Sing that they have off of the coast there in, um, in New York in the, in the, the prison that was like right off of Queens, Rikers Island, oh, Rikers Island. Okay. Anyways, let's, let's continue. Let's learn a little mm -hmm. bit more about this unfortunate victim. Mm -hmm. Friends of Ryan Thorson Carson say he'd feel sorry for the teenage criminal who stabbed him to death. And they would want, and that he would want his killing to be used to further advance left-wing policies. So interesting. So friends of murdered activists say that he'd feel sorry for the criminal who stabbed him to death. He would want his killing to be used to advance leftist policies. Leftist policies is that like taking away our right to own guns? Is yeah, that things one like of the that. Policies? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, an interesting thing too about Ryan Carson. Before you really feel too bad for him, uh -huh. and before we fully dance on his grave. Um, uh, social media post when Rush Limbaugh died uh -huh. uh, shows he has a history of celebrating death and violence towards conservatives. Okay. So Rush Limbaugh died and his tweet was LMAO, hell yeah. I mean, that's what the right sounds like when a when leftist dies. Well, it hasn't been We're the case. Equal it in hasn't that way. been the case. Well, we are now. It hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't been the case until recently. Uh -huh. Typically, you will find that conservatives will, and, and they still, many of them do, and some of them were even upset about my headline this morning, today, for example, where I said that we're celebrating Good Communist Week, uh, which... I it was seriously a holiday. I was like, oh, this is new. It's a holiday. <laughs> it's, it's, we're, we're celebrating Good Communist Week because one, two, three commies have been murdered this week. I know. And interestingly enough, at least two out of the three were murdered by the same people that they claim to be the biggest fans of. Um, we're gonna, some might call it karma. Some might call it karma. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. So here's the thing. Uh, I feel no sympathy. I'm glad he's dead. Okay. Per, per, personally. Okay. Um, and, and I think that it's, I think that it's indicative of the type of, this is, um, what you call it, uh, Democracy is the theory that the common man knows what he wants and deserves to get it good and hard. So, for example, there was another woman who was murdered this week who was a BLM activist, mm -hmm. and she was murdered She when she let a uh, criminal who was let out early into her apartment building, mm -hmm. right? So she was choked and murdered. Black Lives Matter protester who she let a criminal into her building that shouldn't have been there, okay. into building, and then he subsequently choked her to mm -hmm. death. Another left-wing activist was murdered this last week, a lefty journo in Philadelphia. All right. He was, apparently, I guess he was a meth head, um, allegedly, because... I mean, that would certainly make someone go crazy. His boyfriend. He was another one who celebrated the death of conservatives and libertarians and people like ourselves, right? People on the right. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, frequently talked about how safe Philadelphia was. We, we did the show on, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, okay. on this guy. Uh, and he was shot big anti-gun activist anti-gun guy sure shot 10 times in the stomach we talked about this guy he hates guns and he was shot he hates okay guns and was shot 10 times right so he'd be very upset by that he I'm would sure. be very upset by that right his whole thing would of course like you said was like oh well you know if only he hadn't had guns in the first place but i mean right. his it's very likely that it was his boyfriend his lover mm -hmm. who shot him so i mean you would think that if if anybody he could have gotten some outreach to it would have been his you know his butt buddy there that would have you know, should probably, probably be for the war on drugs as well because of his partner there <laughs> and drugs and drugs and drugs. 
So here's the thing, you know, these people, they celebrate the death of Rush Limbaugh, they piss in our graves, yeah. the, 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 his communist activist friends and his, his girlfriend, now ex, um, are raising money on this now. Now, the, yeah, what it's a, a GoFundMe, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. get, do, and do you know why that what they're raising the money for? Well, I first was guessing for funeral costs, because usually when someone's super young, you don't really have money saved away for mm -mm. something like that. Mm -mm. So what's what's the cost here? They're raising money for uh, so that they can grieve appropriately. Uh, OK, grieving right, yeah. money. Yes, grieving money. OK. Yeah. Go fund me so that. They have money. I, I believe it was like, so they have money so that they can like pay for things while they're not working. Yes. Something like so that. So here's what they say. We are a collective of Ryan's close friends uh -huh. reeling from a brutal loss. Mm -hmm. We are asking for your help on behalf of his partner in easing the burden and stress. Immediate needs are to offset the costs of working class people taking time off of work to properly mourn. I mean, that's just really bizarre. I've never heard of somebody asking for money for that before. Well, yeah, that's because, Stephanie, you're innocent, you're sweet, and you're kind, and you're loving, and, and caring. And I guess I'm used to being at, like, a 9-to-5 job that provides me with PTO so, and sick time and yes, whatnot, okay. bereavement days. Exactly. But uh, okay. I guess they're probably, like, maybe they're entrepreneurs, these people. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, they're, they're only, <laughs> this is the first entrepreneurial thing that they've done in their lives. All right, these are communists. So, yeah. But here's the thing. Imagine your close friend dies, yeah. and your first priority is... We can fundraise our slacking off from work. We yeah. can fundraise for that, right? And my bet is that none so of the... Selfish. Yeah, and here's the thing. My bet is none of this money actually goes towards a funeral, if there is one. It's probably going to get paid out of pocket right. from his friends. He's probably got a lot of money. Like, yeah. this is a rich dude, right? What Ryan you... Carson? He's rich? He was rich? Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know about his his situation, right? But... What we're talking about here are the fact that he's got all of these communist friends and they're all they're all scum. They were okay? probably unemployed even before this day. Yeah, they're probably they're like, even we have need jobs. Money, yeah, even we though need we money needed so money we can before. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They're scum. They're scum. And they've been taken out of the gene pool. And I'm thankful for it because one more dead commie. I mean, I think from what I've from what I've studied. The amount when you look at Chile, for example, Augusto Pinochet, uh -huh. we have that um, Augusto Pinochet shirt. Pinochet was right. Yes, we do with a helicopter. Yes. Because he you, threw the commies out. He threw the commies out of the hel helicopter. I think I'm fairly certain that there is a, a direct causative um, trend line in the number of, of communists that are thrown out of helicopters or that are stabbed to death in Brooklyn. And it, it corresponds with an increase in GDP. Oh, okay. Meaning okay. that the more communists that are stabbed in Brooklyn, shot in Philly, uh, and murdered elsewhere, thrown out of helicopters, if you will, <laughs> the, higher, did the, study. the higher the GDP. Okay. Yes. All right. The, well, thank you for that information. Yes. So, yes. Thankful for the dead people. <laughs> UH-13 is in here. You no. Know, okay. Yes. My I'm, opinion is. He says that I'm effing evil. Yeah, okay. but it's not evil to kill evil. Like I it's mean, like you know when you when you when someone dies, like Pol Pot or Adolf Hitler or Hitler, Joe, right? Or, we can use Hitler. Well, as why an not example. use Joseph Stalin? Joseph Stalin's a better example. These are Stalinists, right? These are people who hate you and want you dead. Why don't you just stop being a pussy and stop sticking up for people that hate you and want you dead? Okay, go ahead. Steph. Can I just say? take it away? 
I don't think anybody on both the right, the mm-hmm. left, the middle, nobody should get too cocky here, okay? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you might regret it one day. So mm-hmm. you, I, I just say, I hope. I believe well, here, well, in karma to an extent. Here's what and I'm I believe. just like, here's you know what? what? Just don't co- put that bad juju karma, out there. But he got the karma. Here's what I want to have happen. If I die, do me a favor, guys. I'm a capitalist. Fundraise the hell out of my death. Fundraise <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> And I wouldn't do that. Do some, yes, do I'm something. I'm too moral. No, do something. No, it's not. Here's the thing. It's not immoral for us to fundraise. They're communists. They're anti-capitalists. They're opposed to this kind of activity that they claim to be against. They want to destroy the capitalist system. <sighs> so here's what I recommend. If I die, fundraise like hell, raise as much money as possible, and use it to advance libertarian principles. Use it to advance free market principles. Use it to buy oh. a heli- Use it to buy a helicopter to throw communists like this out of. Okay. In Judaism, here's what we usually do when somebody dies, okay? Let's hear it. We always put at the bottom of the obituary, here's where you can donate money to. Mm -hmm. Here are some organizations like the Alzheimer's Fund Mm -hmm. and Animal Shelter. So for you, if you died, I'd be like, well, hey, we started an AP for Liberty Fund. Mm -hmm. This is going to help, you know, fund young young minds. Use it to teach young kids two things. Use it to teach, use fundraise off of my death. And use it to raise money to teach little kids like Jude, you know, use it to teach little kids karate and economics. Mm -hmm. So we're coming for their kids in a good way. We're here. We're straight. We're coming for your children. Right. You can see how that could have an alternate meaning, right? Yeah, but we're not like these. We're not going to go out the kids. We're going to teach them martial arts. Correct. (laughs) We're going to teach them economics. And I would like to also. Our, our Our lifestyle is inherently sexual. We aren't defined by our heterosexuality, right? We're not out there, you know, waving our genitals around in public, right? So you don't have to worry Some about us Some libertarians with your kids. are. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of left libertarians in the world. Okay. I also would like to put a little martial arts angle on this because mm-hmm. while I was watching this man on the street, I was thinking, what would I do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say you and I were sitting on a bench outside New York City. Mm-hmm. He was in New York or where was he? New, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. And we saw a guy going. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is not to be there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you see someone acting a fool, you go the other direction. Don't mm-hmm. stare at them. Don't provoke them. Yes, like this guy, we also noticed he kept saying, chill, chill. Okay. That was escalating the situation. You do not tell someone to calm down. Mm-hmm. They're not going to calm down. Okay. We'll see. So now, so now we should talk about the, um, let's talk about the, the self-defense part of this yeah. because in karate on Wednesday night, we were talking we, about this. Stuff. We were talking about this guy in this yeah. situation, right? So this is a situation where situational awareness is like the top thing, right? What do you do in this kind of scenario? Because here's the thing. Yes. The reality is, is that like you know, when we were talking about run away, if this guy's got a knife, obviously you should, you should run away. But the thing is, is that he was with his girlfriend. Yes. He couldn't just run away because she was in heels and a dress. So what, you know, if you're a man, you don't run away and leave your woman there, right? Some men do. Some I've men seen do. videos where they do. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely. So so what? So here's the thing, Stephanie, if it was you and me and uh-huh. we were in that situation and you had heels and a dress uh-huh. and you could not run away, what would we do? I would hopefully take my heels off, but I'm not sure that I would have enough sense to know that in the moment. Right. You can say you're going to do something, but you don't. But I'm also a type, what is it, type one personality mm-hmm. where I am skeptical of everything and everybody and I'm afraid of everything. So mm-hmm. I usually run away even when there's no risk. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. We're, t- we, you know, we train for this. And yes. the, one of the things that Sensei said the other night was absolutely true. 
He said that you're only 50% as good as you are in your training. Oh, uh, yeah. So like when mm -hmm. you were saying, you were dead on when you said, well, I don't know that I would have enough situational awareness to take my shoes off no. and then start running. And then here's the thing, you know, when you're dressed, sometimes you have those dresses that are tight around the oh, ankles. Yeah. You can't even move. You couldn't run even if you wanted to, Correct. Right, right? Maybe you'd rip the dress or whatever. But the, yeah. the, the thing is, is that, is that you're only as 50% as good as you train. So however you are in class right now and how we're training, you're only going to be 50% as effective, right? Right. So in that, in that scenario, here's the thing, you don't, we don't know that he's got a knife in his pocket. Sensei was like, well, you should just grab him in a bear hug and wrap his arms around him and all that stuff. Touching that guy with a 10 foot pole. Well, you don't have to. I do. Well, you you shouldn't have to touch that guy with a 10 foot pole. I would say, let's run. I let's do. just try to get away, back away. I have to touch him because, because if you can't get away, I'm not leaving you. I know, okay. but that's that's not your responsibility. Yes, it I is. Say. Stephanie, it is my responsibility. Yeah. You don't understand the proper self-defensive role of a man. I, there, there's a reason. I feel bad for y'all. But here's the thing. There's a reason why you cook and you clean and you wash my dirty underwear. Okay. Yes. It's because when the scary man comes at, to the door, when the wolf comes to the door, mm -hmm. it's my life that is on the line. Right. And we've already had a situation. What was it like a month ago or something like that where some creepy dude was outside and I had to go get the gun and go out uh -huh. there and, and look around for I actually him. just saw in our neighborhood ring camera. It's on the community site. They said there was a man in the bushes mm -hmm. recently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is a, a real threat to a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it is. And and so it's my job to protect you with my life. So Well, I know. thank you for that. And mm -hmm. I feel so indebted to you for that. Well, you're not indebted to me because you cook, you clean, you wash my dirty underwear. And so and so and for that reason, and I and the for the reason the fact I love you so much. When the when the wolf comes to the door, Austin gets his his shotgun and his 1911, and he gets his karate and goes into action. Right, I know, and that's why the thing. That's the thing. That's why I always recommend people like you need to have uh, some basics of self defense. Right, you need right. to learn at least a modicum. Well, it's changed you. It's changed you. you learning karate for the last three years and understand like you getting punched and like getting into kumite and like learning these things. Like you've changed. I at least you? don't cry anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's a positive. But I still am a screamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I get startled very easily. Oh, and I need you. to fix that problem. She, she's a screamer. So I was saying to you, I was so surprised that that Ryan Carson's girlfriend was not screaming when this was happening. Because I'm so shit. used to she women doing do that. Shit. She didn't do she anything. She super calm. And she was just like. Super common. It was like she didn't yeah. even care. Right. It was like she. It was like she didn't do jack squat. He's getting assaulted. Stephanie, yeah. like we've talked about the different scenarios, right? Where mm -hmm. one, the first thing that I want you to do, if you can, mm -hmm. is to run yes. while I try and hold him off, and then I can run away. When, once right. I know you're safe, then I and can get away. I would away. get help. I would try to get people to help us. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You would call the police, and yeah. you would run away. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you, if you can't run away, mm -hmm. if you're, if we're in that situation and somebody is assaulting me, what are you going to do? I'm supposed to use my karate skills and try to help you. That's right. That's right. And because, because, and that's, that's the thing. That's what you want in a woman, gentlemen. You want a woman who is smart enough to understand situational awareness, number one, to know how to deal with a situation, a violent situation, get the hell out of there. Or three, if at the end of the day, or if maybe I'm not there and you can't get away, I want I want my wife to know how to kick some ass. So here's the thing. We've done some training about knife skills mm -hmm. in karate class, and they always say that 
one person always dies mm -hmm. in a knife fight. One person dies and one person goes to yeah, the hospital. Yeah. And so I would have to definitely brush up on my how to get that knife out of that guy's mm -hmm. hand skills. Yeah, yes. Spaced out one says karate is almost useless for self-defense. It's useless, the, they yeah, said? Yeah. The, the, okay. the, the people who say that are people who have never done a martial art in their life, okay. right? Like people who say karate is useless, like we could beat beat their asses. Because I'm curious if they think MMA is useless. Th here's the thing. Like every martial art has its strengths and weaknesses, mm -hmm. right? So like even people who like do jujitsu, which is like apparently supposed to be like the best martial yes. art self-defense. Yes. What happens if there's two people attacking you? Right. How can you get them both on the floor with two legs? Exactly. And you're like a snake. Exactly. Hey, let's go lay down on the glass laden <laughs> cut floor and get our head cut open right. and stuff like that. Not you, realistic. Exactly. Well, you know, it could be realistic, but the thing yeah. is, is that most people like when they say that this use this is martial arts useless or that's martial arts, those are people who don't train, right? Right. Yes. Well, I'm thinking though, it's like, okay, so this guy does have a knife. We can't run away. Mm -hmm. So then what do we do? Do we like front kick him? Mm -hmm. Or well, here's the what thing. would we do? I mean, in that situation, so like let's look at the video here real quick, pull it back up. Right. So what in this situation, what was the right thing to do at the right time? So here they are in the top left corner of the screen. The guy's freaking out. He pulls the knife out only kind of halfway through this encounter. Now here he is, he's running towards them. At this point in time, I would tell you, run. Yes, and right? I would run if I could, but if I couldn't... If I couldn't, at this then... point, see, he's already made contact. So at this point in time, he's gotten close enough. And, and, and here's the thing, you, you strike first in this situation. You're supposed to strike yeah. first? Because yeah. I thought he was in the wrong by pushing. No, no, no. So you you're don't, supposed you to don't, push? You're supposed, well, you're not supposed to push necessarily, uh -huh. right? You're supposed to attack. Before, really? Right. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, we haven't gotten into advanced fighting oh, yet. You've only learned all the techniques okay. and started to do kumite, but like you're supposed to strike first. So for example, when I was assaulted, the, the only time I've been assaulted on yeah. the streets of Kansas city, I mm. struck first because he was coming at, he came into my zone. I, I put my, yeah. I put my hands up and I said, Hey, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. But this is my fighting stance. Yeah. Like I know that you're supposed to put your right. hands up. Right. Would you have told the guy to chill? I wouldn't say anything. Okay. I would so. just, I would tell you to run. I would just say, I would, I would probably just say, Hey, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Right. So yeah. Steffi, you know, put your hands up in your self-defense stance. Right. Yeah. And I would back away yeah, you while your, looking at you guys. Right. Elbows down, yeah. hands yep, up, yep. right. Hand, yep. Elbows down. You don't put a fist up because that that's a sign of aggression. And right? on those cameras, the police are going to be like, they were provoking. Exactly. Exactly. So we put our hands up. We don't want any trouble. We don't want any trouble. Bam. Right. And that's because this way, at least. And you can block. We can block. Shh. Right. We can strike. You can do a next strike. Exactly. There. Exactly. Exactly. Shoot on Shutuke. Right. Mm -hmm. So. So you put your hands up, elbows down, and you're covering your face and you're saying, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Okay. Right. And so that's what you want to be doing at that, at, at that point, you know, and you should be running away and I'm backing away slowly, shuffling mm -hmm. back, shuffling back. So now the guy's coming at you with a knife. Now he doesn't have then... the knife yet. So here's this, let's, let's play this scenario out as it, as it's played out. Right. So here he is, he's coming up and the guy is, and he's a limp wristed. He's in a feet liberal. So he's, he's got this very. You, you know, can tell he's never had martial arts training right. in his he, life. Right. Well, you know, this is a guy that expects the police to come and save him. Right. The, the police that they hate and think are all bastards, uh -huh. they think should come and save them. So yeah. he's so he's limp wristing it, right? And he's like, He oh. was. He did not look very strong at all. Exactly. Ladies, this is why you do not date a man like this, right? 
so the thing is, 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 it, you know, in this scenario, you know, mm -hmm. if you don't, uh, our, our poor friend spaced, spaced out is like, he's been reading too many, like, he's been watching too many martial arts movies and What's things. Wrong? What he's happened? like, this is a fantasy. What would happen if you tried karate against a person with a knife? He's going to end up bleeding to death. I mean, so well, one of us is going to bleed okay? to death, in but New probably York, not me. In New York, you can't really have a gun very easily. So right. most likely you wouldn't be armed. Right. So if but you again, had no gun, what would you do? Again, this is not a martial artist, right? So yeah. these are these are the people who are not martial artists. They they think this because they they watch like they watch the UFC and they think that like MMA is the only thing right. that there is. Well, for that person, I actually would be curious. What would they do instead if they had no gun on person? Well, well, here's the thing. Like you said, what we learn about knife fighting is is that he doesn't know anything about fighting, so there's no yeah. reason to ask it, ask somebody who doesn't know Jack. One person's going to the hospital. One person's going to die. Now you might die, right? Yes. But here's the thing, and you and I talked about this mentality. If once you know you're going to die, yeah. and you accept that, yes, and the fear is gone. And that's, it's, it's Sun Tzu, classic Sun Tzu, Art of that's War. That's when you be become crazy. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's when you become crazy. That's Rah. when you, that's when you're like, okay, I'm going to die, bitch, but I'm taking you with me. Braveheart style. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you may take our lives, but you'll never take my girlfriend or my Steffi <laughs> feet for liberty. Anyways, if you're just tuning into the Wake Up America show, good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. I'm glad to have you here. How are you feeling today? Hey. Click that like button and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can send us a text today at 573-319-1586. Again, that's 573-319-1586. Spaced Out says, I've done Tang Sudo for two years before. No wonder. That's like, that is an actual useless uh, martial art. So I'm just kidding anyways. Well, I'm, I'm glad you tried it. Yes. He did try it for two years when he was 10 years old and never learned and didn't learn a thing and went once a week. So yeah. Anyways, he knows a lot about karate, but you yes. know, he never did it. So anyways. Uh, when it comes to, we're, we're talking about martial arts, we're talking about this Brooklyn activist who was stabbed to death, this Antifa guy. And we're going to get off of this topic here in just a couple minutes. But you, once you know that you're going to die, then you, you know, I'm going to take the other person with me. Hopefully not. Yeah. But at the, at a minimum, if I'm going to get stabbed, you're going to get stabbed too, right? Yeah. Control the knife. So let's continue watching here. What would have been the right thing to do at this time? The right thing to do is once he got within kicking range, right, is to do what I did when the guy who it, uh, was assaulting me came within range yeah is i just gave him a good proper front kick okay. knocked the wind out of him and then once he was disabled i ran right and that's what you're supposed to do right, right. because you you know i didn't have anybody else well Kristen was with me right yeah. and there were other couple of other women who mm -hmm. were there who i was waiting for them to evacuate the area right once i realized that they were gone and i had knocked him out then i Beat feet, right? Yeah. So that's so what he should have done here. Instead of limp, liberal wristing it. Chill, 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 chill. Like he had so many seconds to run yeah, right boom. there. So there's his chance. Yeah, oh, she had the chance to run again. It's about her. When he started kicking that trash can, that was your sign to leave. They should have turned around immediately and gone yes. the other direction. But they had a nurse about now. Here he is. He's going for the knife. And then he trips. Right? He trips and falls. He's got to do yeah. karate because then you got good balance. Exactly. Austin and I, we do one leg balancing acts all the time where we practice that. Exactly. Our tree pose. We get our balance, right? And, yes. and, and like you, don't, you learn it not because for the most part, we're probably not going to be in these situations, but you never know. But the reality is, is that so we don't fall like that, like an idiot right there, right? Because he could have lived if he didn't this fall. Is, maybe classic horror movie trope here. 
Once you're look on the ground, him. you're so vulnerable. Look at him, look at him. He turns, pushes away, trips and falls. Boom, right there. And that's that, uh, oh, by the way, that's that architecture that you hate, that you were talking okay. about yesterday. I learned about this architecture. It's a human unfriendly or whatever in, uh, it is. a social work conference mm -hmm. yesterday. It's mm -hmm. called hostile architecture. I had never learned of that before. And basically, it's limiting in terms of how you can use the object. So the funny thing is, is this is in liberal land. So, you know, here's the thing. These are this is hostile architecture. Republican conservatives aren't the ones who created this architecture and put it in New York City. OK, these are liberal Democrats who created this hostile architecture. Yeah, it's hostile to homeless people. And look, he tripped over it. This is the hostile. Oh, my goodness. He tripped over the hostile architecture, Stephanie. This is even worse. Look, here he goes. And then boom, trips, falls. Boom, stab, stab, stab. Oh, so God. what would the right thing have been to do? Not turn your back on him, not limp wrist, limp, limp hand wrist in there, and then try, then try and run. It's too late. It's too late. You're dead. What's she doing? You know, she's just hanging out. Like she's just walking around. You know, she's doing jack squat. Like, would you have started like calling out for help? Like, mm -hmm. help. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I would have started screaming. Yeah, but let's 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 like be honest. You shouldn't have been there. Number one, right? Shouldn't have been there, right? And if you were there, you should have been. You know, you should have like had situational awareness. Once you saw somebody like that and then they started freaking out, you immediately turn around, walk the other way, right? And right. I'm, looking over, I'm looking over our shoulder, Stephanie, and you are moving faster than me and you are getting away and you are pulling out your phone and you are be, and you are not looking back. Don't be like Lot's wife in Sodom and Gomorrah because you will turn into a pillar of salt, Stephanie. It's a biblical reference that you don't understand. No, no. Uh, yes. Uh, so just uh, like, don't be like Lot's wife. Don't turn around and look just at Sodom and Gomorrah. Just keep going. Just keep running. Straightforward. How about that? Good at running. I'm pretty good. Good. My flight mm -hmm. tendency is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Just run. It's the hood. Run. Don't be in the hood at uh, after midnight, or just run. Good morning. If you're just tuning in to the Wake Up America show, um, glad to have you here. Do, do us a favor. Make sure that you click like and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to hear from you every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time when we stream the show. What do you want to say, Steph? Yeah. I was just going to say, write in the chat what you would have done mm -hmm. if if you're you know, not sure about our situation and how we would have approached it. Mm -hmm. How would you have approached the situation? Right. Best advice, no be there, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't always assume that you can't, that you're not going to be there for whatever reason. Just like mm -hmm. that situation in the streets of Kansas City, right? It was, we're at a restaurant, right? We have every right to be there at a restaurant. And right. then all of a sudden some crackhead appears out of nowhere. What do you do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's, it's, a tra it's a tragedy on some, on some levels, but since he's a scumbag communist, I think the world is probably better off. No comment. All right. Well, it is time to move on. But before we do, we want to share with our listeners, our friends over at Lear Capital have got a great deal going on. We're capitalists. We're not yeah. communists. We love money. We love money. Oh, I love And we song. want to fundraise. Yeah. You can get an account credit in the amount of $500. Lear Capital has got it going on right now. If you call that number, 1-800-885-885. 2175. You can get a $500 account credit today. You got to call that number to get the credit. You can find out more about investing in gold and silver if you visit LearAustin.com. That's L-E-A-R-A-U-S-T-I-N.com. LearAustin.com. Call 1-800-885-2175 if you want to start your, <laughs> secure your financial future today. <laughs> this is great. This is great. This is music, man. Oh. 1-800-885-2175 is the number. Visit LearAustin.com. If you want the account credit, you got to call the number. 
If you just want to find out more about how to invest in gold and silver, they'll send you a free packet at learaustin.com. Got it? 1-800-885-2175. Drop the bass. Oh my God, this is this is just intense. I'm feeling it in my core. <laughs> All right, Sebi. Well, before you go, you start sweating. We're going to head back over to our normal thing. Ooh. Yes, it's been an interesting morning. Don't forget, you can always text the show at 573-319-1586. Again, that's 573-319-1586. All right, we're going to start lining the it women, up this find morning. 80% of men we're going to talk about a little bit about a to- um, Pearl Davis, mm. Just Pearly Things, says yes. that she's figured out the problems with modern women. Stephanie wants to react to this. Take a listen. Not okay, not unattractive, but ugly. That's why I know we're all sleeping. One sec. One sec. Here we the go. women, we find 80% of men is ugly. Not- is that true, Stephanie? Yeah. I mean, every time, like when we were watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer last night, the scary movie, uh-huh. I was like looking at this one guy. I'm like, he's so ugly. How is he in this movie? Right, Ooh. right. So the reason why she's saying this, Steph, the reason why she says that women find 80% of men ugly is mm-hmm. this is actually backed by data from dating apps uh, that like 80 per- women swipe left on 80% of men. So there's like a yeah. top 20% of men that women actually find attractive. So the vast majority of men, women see as ugly. Do you think it's because men are really ugly or are we just, I mean, we wear makeup. So it's like, you have no idea how ugly we are. It's true. Actually, men need to wear makeup. Start wearing makeup, guys. They say women are the fairer sex, but like it take away the makeup and it's actually, I think, a little bit more even. Anyways, let's I think get, we'd be more ugly. <laughs> let's continue. Okay. Not unattractive, but ugly. That's why I know we're all sleeping with the same guys because women find them all ugly. The difference was before we you didn't have access Pitt, right? to the hottest guys. You didn't have access to the celebrities. You didn't have access to doesn't even have to be celebrities, but just the hot guys on social media, dating apps, Instagram. Right. So, you know, all the hottest guys would go get married and then, you know, the okay looking guy would kind of make you laugh and you fall in love. And like the guy down the street, that's kind of how it would happen. Right. Cause we can build our attraction in other ways. But the issue is women mate select for looks typically in their twenties. And then in our thirties, it switches more to long-term and like resources typically. And Mm -hmm. so the issue we get is like, you know, we get to 30, we've slept around with all these people and then we're less valuable to the guy that. (laughs) No, I know I'm not lying about my body count. Seriously. What was your body count before me? One. I was with a guy for 14 years. (laughs) I was essentially married. What was my body count before you? Uh, You lost count. (laughs) We don't know. That's like guessing how many marbles are in a jar. I mean, oh my god! Oh my god! And I love you. No, God, please! Why is that? No, because you have so many other qualities that make up for that. But like, here's the thing: like, men and women want different things, right? Right. Like, guys get high fives when they have intimacy with other women. Right. Whereas girls, we get called a whore. A whore, if you will. Whore. Yes. Well, this is the funny, this might be the funniest like thing that's ever happened on the Wake Up America show. Because men value, I won't say chastity to an extent, but uh-huh. to some extent, right? Purity. Youth. And I didn't know that. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. Before you, okay, mm-hmm. guys were only attracted to me if I showed them some sort of sexual energy, right? They were like wanting but that, that was like from online me. stuff, right? Online, right? even in person, right? Yes. Girls feel 
feel like the guy is pressuring them a lot of times to like show that sexual side. And so we feel like that's what they want. Right, right. But the, there's a bigger, there's a bigger point that she's making here in this mm -hmm. video. Let's continue. That was really on our level 10 years ago, but we just have an inflated sense of ego because, you know, it's like the men being addicted to porn. We are addicted to social media. It changes our whole worldview. And nobody mm -hmm. can convince me otherwise because I just hear girls coming in with the same arguments that are just regurgitated on social media. Um, and again, I think that's what happens when the media is female-led. Evil happens, right? When marriages are female-led, evil happens. And I just see the same trend that whenever stuff is catered to the woman, in even family dynamics, it's like we hear 20 years later that the dad actually wasn't a bad guy. The mom was just shit-talking him for 20 years. Or the mom's well, encouraging the her to do only female-led. So the thing about the female-led, yes, a lot of times, if the woman wears the pants in the family, you're going to have a bad time. Why? Because, Why? Because that's, is it emasculating, demasculating, whatever that word is. Yeah, yeah. It's making a man feel like he's not alpha. Right. And a man needs to feel alpha to feel purpose, to feel meaning in his life. But do you do it just so that he can feel like he's alpha? Or is it actually in the relationship's best interest if the man actually is the alpha, meaning that he, he, he takes that position naturally, right? You don't, you don't acquiesce to me or submit to me, Stephanie, mm -hmm. just so that you can stoke my ego. Right. I mean, you certainly have power over me. Right. I think so. Yes. You are, you are definitely stronger than I. In many ways. Yes. Right. Not yes. just, but not just physically. I think if the man rules too much, if it's almost like authoritarian, that can go really wrong. I agree. Too. Agreed. And so am, am too I much of anything is bad. Sure, but yeah. am I an authoritarian? No. In, only in the bedroom, baby. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with that. The NAP doesn't uh, apply to the bedroom. Good morning. And if it's because he has a lot of marbles. If, you, jar, if, okay? you're, if you're just if you're just tuning into the Wake Up America show, uh, we're glad to have you here. Make sure you click like and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to hear from you this morning. But but here's the thing: it was like these are these are dangerous conversations. But it's kind of like I told you that when I was young and I was inexperienced, women did not want me because I was inexperienced. And that makes me so sad. But here's the thing: that's the thing is like women don't value chastity in men as much. It's not as important. I Maybe know. if you're like a good Christian girl or something like that, and you want to be with someone who the only time you get married and like every you have sex once a year in a bloom closet on your birthday, right. then like that's your your thing, right? Yeah. But most women do not value that. Men do. Yeah. Women do not. And so for you, it wasn't as big a deal that I had a lot of marbles. Mm -hmm. And versus me for you, one of the high, the best qualities of you was that you had maintained a level of purity that is unknown in all. Which of... I had no idea you wanted in me. Of course not. I thought you wanted it, so many other qualities in me, like because, beauty, for example. Well, I was like, I have to be so well, beautiful for him. You were confused because of the, the men that you had conversations with online that wanted... Right you to that that you saw you transactionally and just wanted access to your sexuality right, right. but i wanted more access to more than just your sexuality yeah. because there is at some point a man realizes that there really is something more important than sex because maybe and, you were past your 30s whereas if you're in your 20s and i met you you won't just want about that this, it's not just about the sexual intercourse with uh -huh. other men okay it's about the damage that is done to you by those men and the and the personality changes that happen when a woman has been with a lot of men Mm -hmm. your personality changes. You become more cynical. You be, you start to hate yeah. men, right? Oh, like, it wears away. It wears away at your self-esteem. It, it eats away at your Once soul. Once your purity is gone, you feel like, what's the meaning of anything anymore? All right. So, but you there's, know? there's more, there's more to this, this Pearl segment. Okay. okay. Like, I just react. see women, we just are not logical. We're emotion, 
emotions based. And yes. I, I just don't think yes. it works. So if you submit to the man and you said about cheating once is like, mm. okay, but what if it's multiple times? <laughs> would you say like what what would so, yeah. this is what i thought was like it's one thing if you should uh, wait oh go on yeah, this is your boundaries that okay. you would have to walk so this away is this is a hard pill and this was a hard pill for me to swallow too uh, like at the end of the day whiplash magash over on the rumble stream says he's calling cap on all his marbles <laughs> he doesn't believe uh, that there were a lot of marbles in yours yeah. in your jar yeah i didn't believe it either honey but there were i was in Met his so, girlfriends personally. Stevie, you met like you it. met like half a dozen of my girlfriends. I didn't believe it. Okay, this man kisses but doesn't tell. That's that's right. That's uh, right. Until today, apparently. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay, Stevie. It's all right. It's all right. I'm never running for office again. So, uh, but here she's now. They're talking about the man cheating, uh -huh. and I actually I I think this is really the key point here because I find your view on this fascinating. All right, so let's back it up just a little bit and hear what they're talking about with hey, cheating. We know sex is different for men and for women, right? We we know this. Like, there's something innate. Like, when you hate a bitch, you'll call her a whore, right? There's a reason we do this, you know? There's something yes. innate. There's a reason girls don't want to say their body counts, right? Because we know it makes us less valuable. And men, they don't care. Like, their their body counts don't matter. And I know you said you're going to break up with guy. I don't believe you for a second. Get that Sorry. High five, you're not man. really dumping a guy because he slept with a bunch of people, especially if you don't know I him. Would, I wouldn't want to know. I, his name I know. You wouldn't, want to, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't. You wouldn't want to know. But you would. Right. Come on. And so. But men, it's like they just have a visceral reaction because for a thousand years, if they picked a promiscuous woman, she was going to uh, like there was no way he would know that the kid was his. And then he could be giving his resources to a kid that wasn't his. And today that's yeah. a big problem. I mean, there's some estimates that like 20% of men are raising kids that aren't theirs. And then you look at the data for women and body counts, you know, and if you've slept with more than five people, you have like a 20% chance of a happy marriage and they can lose Whew. everything. Good. Because See, there we go. Way to go. I'm Steffi. a child in divorce. So I take off some points there. But still, <laughs> our marriage is definitely looking good. This. Again, this is what happens when females lead. Um, so the cheating thing is, we know it's different, right? So I just think attempt, like cheating for women is getting attention from other men and cheating for men is getting sex from other women. Because, okay, if you could pick one, like most, I'm trying to explain this in the best way, but most women would pick beauty for the rest of their life over money or sex. Or if you asked men if they had to pick one of the three, they would pick sex or money maybe, but probably sex, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, okay, if you, if you looked, if you were like ugly, but you got sex from hot guys, it wouldn't really mean anything. Like we value beauty. We want to be beautiful. We want to be desired. So it's like when we, when you have wives that are half naked, right? I think that's equally as cheating as a guy sleeping with another girl. I know no one. Do you agree with that? Do you agree that, that wives that display themselves partially naked on Instagram and in other places, do you believe that that's cheating? Hmm. If they're engaging with a man, like in an OnlyFans kind of way, I think that's cheating. But like if it's just a photo, but nothing else, it's probably a slight Scan form scandalous. of being scandalous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's not on an equal playing field as physical cheating, in I, my opinion. I, I sort of agree with her to an extent, right, that it is cheating because at, at, at the end of the day, like when you're posting those kinds of thirst traps, you're going to get contacted. Right. You're you're yeah. displaying yourself like openly. You're asking to be desired by other men. Right. You're doing right. That. And that's and here's the thing. If you didn't if you believed what you were saying there, then 
you know, why are you always telling me that you prefer to be modest? Like I, I try and like be like, Hey, do you want to yes. wear this dress or something like that? And you're like, no, no, no. It's just because too- I think it's scandalous. If yeah. I'm wearing like a thong at the beach, like for example, at the beach, women are wearing bathing suits, like what they wear on Instagram. Right. right? So it's like, is that cheating? Mm-hmm. If they're out and about yes. in scandalous yes. attire, it is cheating. But let, let's continue. Yeah. Let's let's continue to react here. So th- let's, we're on the cheating. No one thing. really agrees with me on this, but my logic is: I think women desire attention and men desire sex. So I think it's a bit hypocritical, you know, to come in and you know, I I just think sometimes we got to get off our high horse, and you know, we're not perfect and they're not perfect either. And I think it's silly to break up a marriage because he's not perfect. But I'm not saying he should cheat. I'm not saying it's good. I, I would be very hurt and I hope you do. And the worst part is all these bitches are going to try to get him to cheat because I've <laughs> talked about this. I just know it. I know how this is going to go. But, um, Oh, we, you know, shoot. Well, you heard what they were saying, but the audience didn't hear what they were saying. So Did you hear it just yeah, now? so they didn't hear that video. Uh, oh, that the I was, whole thing? No, just the part that we just played. Oh, so okay. We'll, let's just recap it. So what she's saying there is that she would, if a man cheats physically, like she doesn't think that it's the end of the marriage. Right. She'd so be hurt. She'd be hurt, mm-hmm. but she, she doesn't think that it would end the marriage. So like, right. so Stephanie, I think this is like, I'm scandalized by your opinion on this one, actually. So I, I, I'd like to hear that. I'm going to ask you a direct question. And, and I think the audience needs to brace themselves for the answer. <laughs> uh, Steffi, if uh-huh. I were to cheat on you uh-huh. with another woman. Yeah. Would you divorce me? My gut reaction is no. That's more complicated than that. Um, So because of my past and my history, I mean, again, I come from a divorced family. So it's like, I know that mistakes happen in marriages. I know that it's not all rainbows and butterflies. So I went into my marriage expecting that. Not because of who Austin is, but because of my past. And also... The guys that I've known in my past, I know where their mind goes, you know? So it's like guys that I've liked in the past, they've had other girls around at the same time. And and I know what that's like, you know, to feel jealous and to feel like I'm competing. And so I just kind of got used to that feeling over the years. And I thought it was normal, that whole polygamy thing, right? Where I was attracted to the popular guy that had other girls interested in him. So I thought he was cool. So let me just get this straight. You're telling me that if I were to go out right now and like make out with some chick and bed her, mm-hmm. that you would not go down to the Cole County court here and seek a divorce. I would not seek a divorce. No, but I would be very upset and my trust would be very hurt. And we would have to definitely establish some, some compromises in our relationship and some ground rules and talk about why did this happen? What made you want to do this? And again, it's a very hard pill to swallow, but I think I've kind of swallowed it, that that men look at sex in a very different way than women, okay? How do we look at sex versus how women look at sex, Stephanie? Men look at sex as purely physical with very little emotion, if any, okay? They look at it as a body, basically. And women, we need that emotional connection, that attention. We crave that attention. Like Pearly Things is saying, we want to feel loved, right? Making love. We love that kind of stuff. And so we want to feel special from our guy. (laughs) But the guy, he sees it as just physical pleasure and outlet, 
right? Can we just give it up for Stephanie Peterson here right now, ladies and gents? Tell I mean, me if I'm wrong, guys and girls. Tell you me see if I'm why wrong. I married her. She is amazing. You just it's Freedom Family Friday. Good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America show. My lovely wife, Stephanie Peterson, who is amazing and is not like any other woman in the world. I would not be married right now if there was no Stephanie. Okay. Uh -huh. There was only there is only one Stephanie. And for those guys out there who are single and thinking to themselves, well, look, they exist. She's a unicorn. Give up. There's no hope. You will never find a woman like Stephanie Peterson. I promise you that. And I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. They're like Pearly, I do have feelings. I do have emotions. And yes, I'd be very of hurt. Of course. Because as a woman, it's so hard, as she said, to mm -hmm. separate our emotions from logic. Yes. For me in the moment to be like, oh, he was just thinking with one part of his body when he did this physical cheating. Mm -hmm. One listener texted in and said that... Um, both of my sisters married men that they have been the onlys for the guys. Sister is not as innocent, but I consider both to be betas. She now that, that's a really tough place to be in, okay? okay? Because my my very first relationship, we were each other's first. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, when you're really young mm -hmm. and it's your first relationship, especially as a man, you are naturally going to want to explore at some point. That is what your brain is going to tell you to do. See, that's the thing. And I know traditional conservatives will not like to hear me say this yeah. and things, but like, that's why I think young men should go out and sow their wild oats and get yes. it out of their system yes. so that they aren't sitting around thinking, oh, what would it have been like if I had been able to be with a 10, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, like if you are a young guy and you get married young, I think probably the chance that you're going to cheat is going to be higher than if you just wait a little while longer. Now, I know Ben Shapiro and yep. Michael Knowles and all the people over Daily yep. Wire are like, no, you must get married at 18 years old and have kids at 25. Don't wait. <laughs> just... Don't wait. Right. And it's like, I think that's probably not realistic for most people, especially because yeah. of how difficult it is to find good people these days to marry. I, If I hadn't waited, if I had married some other chick or something like that, who knows where I'd be? And I wouldn't be with my lovely wife, mm -hmm. Stephanie, because Stephanie and our relationship is more than just sexual. Our relationship, we are a partnership. Oh, we absolutely. work together. Like we, I, yeah. I, I'm In all areas of our life. Yes. I'm constantly give, giving you credit for all that you do. Mm. You help, do. And I appreciate that very much. To help make this show a success. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be where we're at right now with 300 people watching the Wake Up America show live here on Rumble. I like talking yes. about men and women and of sex course. issues. Yeah, of course. Of course. Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody's got an opinion on it. Yes. But without you, I would not be able to accomplish this because not a lot of wives would necessarily take the allow their husband to take the risk of to go and start their own business that's, hey, honey, I want to start a podcast and I want to try and monetize it and live live off of the podcast for proceeds and stuff like that. They'd be like, get a job. We need health insurance. You know what I mean? And the other thing, like Pearly Things talks about this stuff all the time. It's like going out there and being a podcaster, that means you're going to be seen as a high value man, which means lots of women are going to have their eyes on you. And that's a very risky place to be in. And so you got to be with a very special woman that understands that. But like I said, like, because there were so many marbles in the jar, mm -hmm. I have no interest. Right. I don't, I'm not, I, I, I have, I only have eyes for you. Right. Mm -hmm. I, and so one listener just texted in this morning and says, AP, is there a way to clone Steffi so we can all have one? <laughs> <laughs> Wish I do have a sister, but she's married and I don't think her values are quite in alignment with mine. Stephanie's a libertarian. Her sister's a liberal. So I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, the bad news bears. And for the ladies out there who would like another AP, uh, my brother's gay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, let um, let's let uh, Pearl kind of finish her statement here and her thoughts on this one, and we'll react, and then we're going to move on. Okay. Oh, and uh, FYI, just uh, just an FYI before we before we do move on, 
Um, we are willing to extend the Wake Up America show time today and go a little longer. Sure. We have got more show, but here's the thing. So we'd like to get at least one more monthly subscriber mm -hmm. to the Wake Up America show. Okay. And we'd like to get at least $50 in Rumble Rants. Oh, wow. So here's the thing. Okay. We're going to go for another 30 minutes today. Mm -hmm. If in the next 30 minutes, we can get one more monthly subscriber and we can raise at least $50 in Rumble Rants. Wow. So Can uh, we do it? If you guys want to extend the show today, you can. If not, then we'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and take my wife to breakfast afterwards and <laughs> no skin off our nose. But we do have a lot more great content yes, that we, we can do uh, that is left over. So mm -hmm. if you want to extend the Wake Up America show today by another 30 minutes, then we want to raise at least another $50 of Rumble Rants. And we want more, one more monthly sub subscriber through Rumble.com mm -hmm. or through WakeUpAmericaShow.com slash support. So um, there you go. So good luck. All right. So let's continue here with what Pearly Things has to say. I could talk about Pearl all day. Yeah, we've got a lot more to go. I just think sometimes we got to get off our high horse. And, you know, we're not perfect and they're not perfect either. And I think it's silly to break up a marriage because he's not perfect. But I'm not saying he should cheat. I'm not saying it's good. I, I would be very hurt and I hope you do. And the worst part is all these bitches are going to try to get him to cheat because I've <laughs> talked about this. I just know it. I know how this is going to go. But um, yeah, I don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I know it's a little it's a little. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. A, a lot yeah. to take in. Sorry. Yeah, but <laughs> I just think I think what they they've like done is really this. dishonest to us because they've told us you are the victim. It's the end of the world. When a lot of times the reason he cheats is because he's demasculated. A lot of times the reason he cheats is because he's in a sexless marriage. Because women, we've been told we can do no wrong and we're yeah. just victims for forever. We never ask about our part to play. And usually when a guy cheats, the woman isn't innocent. Like there are very few times a girl is being perfect wife and he cheats. And I just, I, I think it's true. silly. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead, Steph. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times cheating occurs on both sides because of some sort of a void mm -hmm. in the relationship. I always say that partners need to ask each other, what do you want and need from me? Mm -hmm. You know, what what is lacking that that you don't have for me right now? Yep. That's the best question to ask because a lot of times there is something. We just got uh, a new subscriber, monthly subscriber, not so we Yoda. One. We got wait, so we hit that goal. Thank you. Thank you to Not Yoda. Thank you, uh, not we Yoda. appreciate you very much. I and, like Yoda. Andy Opperman dropped ten dollars in the tip jar. Ooh. Thank you. Kermode Bear just dropped ten dollars. That's twenty. We got twenty dollars, so, so we need 30, thirty more dollars. So thirty more dollars, and we will do another thirty minutes of the Wake Up America show. We've got lots oh of gosh. great. Oh my gosh! Did we get something else? Uh, no, no. not okay. yet, okay. not yet. So thirty more dollars, and the Wake Up America show will extend by another thirty minutes today. So you've got about twenty-three minutes left to go for us to raise thirty more dollars, and then we continue. Um, cool. But thank you, Not Yoda. We appreciate you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Commode Bear, and thank you, Andy Opperman. We're very grateful. Thank okay, <clears throat> what's next? Oh, um, oh, people are sharing. Things that are normalized mm -hmm. as deemed healthy currently, yes, but won't be in future generations. <laughs> okay, so There's this so many of those things. So this is an interesting topic. So, what does that mean? So things that we are doing now, right? Uh -huh. Things that that society is engaging in now that all, everybody thinks is just totally normal. People are going to look back at, and we're going to be like, okay this was not a good idea, right? Mm -hmm. This was a terrible idea. I'll throw one out there and say, you know, talk about mutilating the genitals of children, right? The transgender question, right? I think just like my brother Justin has said that we're going to look back at it like lobotomizing, you know, mm -hmm. like when we used to lobotomize patients, right? 
Corey and Callie just donated 10 bucks. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. So 20 more. 20 more dollars. You know where my mind goes with that kind of stuff is soybeans because it's gone back and forth so much over the years. Are soybeans good for you or not? Mm -hmm. You hear how it like messes with your hormone levels and all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff. And I'm just like, I still don't know about soybeans. You know, I I don't know about soybeans either, (laughs) but I'll I'll just say this. the thing about the soybeans is, is that it's probably not going to change because it is so embedded as an industry, right? Like every day when we go home, we drive by the Missouri Soybean Association, right? The There's lobbyists. A There's a here. lot of soybeans in Missouri. Yes. And, and listen, we love soy. We love, uh, you know, we go we go to the Japanese restaurant. Edamame, right? That's soy. Edamame, yeah. that's soy, yeah. And you, what do you dip it in? You dip it in soy sauce, yes. right? A lot of our, um, of like fast food places use soy oil, soybean oh, oils. Oh, my Impossible Burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, soil, soy oils, and like soy. If it's if it is bad for you and it's not good, then I think we're gonna have a hard time getting rid of it because I, it's so embedded in everything now at this point. And it's kind of like the sugar industry. So you pro- you probably never heard of this, but the sugar industry is heavily subsidized out of Florida. So like whoever is the senator, burnt toast space girlfriend just dropped ten bucks for the pancakes. So we need ten more. Ten more dollars, oh, and so uh, we're going Thank another thirty all. minutes. Thank you, I'm burnt toast. I'm gonna need a bathroom break though at some point. I will give you a bathroom all break right. here in just a couple of Sorry, minutes. Sorry, guys. That's okay. You're just exciting me too much. Yes. It, uh, once we get <laughs> once we get that last ten dollars, which I imagine we probably will, but yeah. But uh, if we don't, then we get to end here in twenty minutes. Mm. Uh, so can you wait at least twenty minutes? Yeah. Right. So at I'll least. Wait. Here, I'll wait and I'll I'll cross my legs if somebody donates. There we go. So yeah. yes, keep your legs crossed, definitely. <laughs> so uh, so apparently it's high in phytoestrogens, says Tolly, nineteen eighty two. She says I think there's too much soy in things. Maybe there is, right? But uh, but here's Alicia uh, Wilder from the Boot Heel says if plants are so good for you, why are vegans constantly making them taste and look like meat? That's funny. Um, oh, I could speak to. Yeah, well, go ahead, speak to it. Well, I was a vegetarian for ten years mm-hmm. and. It's not that I didn't like the taste of meat. I know some vegetarians, they just like despise meat for whatever reason because mm-hmm. of the texture. But it's like, I loved meat. I love chicken fingers. That was like my favorite go-to. Um, so I really missed the taste. It's just, I didn't want to hurt the animals. Mm-hmm. That was what it was for me. So it's like, I was willing to put chemicals in my body if I could still get that taste Steffi, that I will you Just real sweet, real brief segue. Will you please tell them the story about you quitting working at the animal shelter and why you quit and that story? Oh my goodness. Don't take yes. forever, but just okay. tell them the story. Yeah, just a little synopsis. So I did a lot of animal volunteer work. I, um, volunteered at a petting zoo actually locally in Michigan and um, I started noticing that the animals were disappearing, especially the chickens. And I became very concerned. And I was like, where are they going? And it was kind of like this unsaid thing. And so then I made an appointment with my boss at the time, my volunteer boss. And I was like, hey, let's talk about this. You know, I want to learn more and, you know, maybe give you some resources for how to make sure the animals don't disappear. Uh, so anyway, so she... <laughs> Basically was like, yeah, I actually wanted to talk to you about recruiting you for this project we're doing at the farm where we're going to have a working farm, which means teaching children that killing animals is a part of the farming process. And I was I was shocked and mortified. Yep. And then I started crying. We were at a coffee coffee shop and uh, in public. And so then I had this whole resource paper that I had researched for my boss. And I was like, here. So you don't have to kill the animals. You can send the animals to all of these organizations and sanctuaries where they will not kill the animals. Why do you have to kill the animals? That's not necessary. This is a petting zoo. Ah, so I was ranting and raving. And then 
I was like, you know what? I just, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep watching these chickens leave because I love them too much. And so then I put in my notice and I was like, I'm leaving the farm. And, and I cried, I cried really hard with my very favorite horse. And he cried too. He shed a tear, no joke. And uh, I left. But now and they were probably like, good risk. They thought I was crazy. One of my coworkers actually, <laughs> she gave me a card on my very last day because she knew that this was really emotionally taxing for me. And she knew that I was fighting for what I believed in. And she was like, you go girl. Like she gave me this really inspirational card and was like, you fight for what you want. You yeah, know, we got to say yeah. we did it, Stephanie. We crossed oh, the, we, Stephanie. We have crossed the Rubicon. Yeah. Do you remember, do you know what crossed the Rubicon Julia means? Caesar. We yes. have gone too far. We have gone farther enough. We cannot cross. We cannot go back. We no have now crossed back. the Rubicon. Uh, Clementine says a seamstress in the wilderness has to sow her wild Oats. That's very funny. <laughs> Give him a laugh on that one. He dropped $10 in the tip yes. jar. Quest Banning dropped like $7. He oh did like goodness. two, $5 and $2. He says, thank you. He dropped in too. He says, oh. uh, on one hand, he says, one time on a Halloween, my ex-girlfriend and our friend showed up late for a double date. I was annoyed. She said, get away from me. I'll get the cops. Break up, right? She considered me picking up to be cheating. I'm not the one who engaged the breakup. It was her choice. When it happened, it was done. Now, how is me moving on cheating? Interesting. Uh so you, your relationship was already over. Right, but, right. And then you went with someone else and that was cheating. Yes. Yeah, a lot of women, they do think this way. Like if you start up a relationship really soon mm -hmm. after your relationship ended, a lot of women, they get stuck in their head and we're like, he was cheating the He's, whole time. She, well, here's the thing. she doesn't want him, but she doesn't want anybody else to have him. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Okay, so exactly. since we did, we hit our goal. Oh. Right, yeah. so we have hit... We are where we want to be. In they terms, like us. We raise our we raise enough money. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take a quick commercial break so Oof. Steffi can go pee for liberty. I can uncross my legs. She can go to the bathroom. We're gonna be Thank right you. back and Thank we will continue the show until 9:30 a.m. Central Time yeah. today. So you get us for another 45 minutes. Thank you so much to all the Thank donors. You. We appreciate your support. The Wake Up America Show. We'll be right back on the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. Go to the bathroom. Everybody go to the bathroom. BRB. In the vast expanse of time, a year might seem like a mere moment, but oh, what a year it's been. In September 2022, Austin and Stephanie Peterson embarked on a journey, a journey to wake up America. They began humbly, with just 20 souls tuning in, learning, listening, and though challenges arose, like the looming shadow of YouTube demonetization, their spirit never waned. And now, thanks to you, thousands rise with the sun to join them, to listen, to engage, to be a part of a community. So here's to you and to wake up America for memories shared for friends made for the journey ahead and for never ever forgetting to rise and freedom happy anniversary I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message believe me Austin Peterson is the best he's got the greatest wake up America show I've ever seen whenever I tune in in the mornings and watch the live stream let me tell you he has got the absolute best content. I love his guests. It's just a total blast to watch. And I highly endorse and recommend the Wake Up America show. It's terrific. Believe me. Good morning. Rise in freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America show at wakeupamericashow.com. It's Freedom Family Friday. Hope everybody's in a good mood. 
course we are. Why? Because smoking hot redheaded libertarian wife Steffi P in the house. Hi. Steffi, how are we doing? Oh, I'm having fun. What do we got going on this weekend we're really excited for? Oh, Oktoberfest in Herman, Missouri. So mm -hmm. if you all don't know what that is, that's a little German town here and it's in wine country. It's beautiful. And so they basically have the equivalent of Germany's Oktoberfest, I would say, where, mm -hmm. you know, people you know, collect at bars and whatnot. I don't drink, but I like to just listen to the music and go to the shops and people watch and such. Yeah, we're really excited. We get to hang out with Camelia. She's going to be there, CJ. Yeah. And uh, our, our friends, we have uh, the Mosley family. Mm -hmm. They'll be there as well. Mm -hmm. And maybe some other people. Oh, we got to say thank you to our friend Joni Rankin. She dropped $10 in the tip jar. Oh. Thank you, Joni. Thank you, Joni. You didn't have to do that, but you did. We appreciate we, it. Absolutely. We appreciate that very much. All right. So what are we talking about? We, we uh, Real quick announcement. We're actually going to be doing an extended show today. Yeah. So we're going to go an extra 30 minutes because everybody stepped up. We had our goal of raising at least $50 in the Rumble Rants. Mm -hmm. We've raised like 75 Way, way to go. We have surpassed. And then we also got Not Yoda to donate on a monthly basis, $5 a month. So That's th awesome. thank you to Not Yoda. Oh, and real quick, uh, for Not Yoda... You get a 20% discount yes. at APforLibertyShop.com. Yeah. So check out APforLibertyShop.com. And here's the thing, Not Yoda. You've got to send me a, a text message or like a DM on Twitter or an Instagram at mm -hmm. AP for Liberty. And let me know what your real name is and say, hey, I'm Not Yoda. This is my real name. So I can check the records and, and uh, make sure that you are who you say you are. And then I'll send you your exclusive 20% off discount code. So good incentive to become a monthly subscriber either through Rumble or at our website, wakeupamericashow.com slash support. So if you're a monthly supporter already and you don't have your 20% discount code, send me a DM. The best place to do it is either to text the show on the show line mm -hmm. or to send me a, a DM on Twitter or at Instagram because I always check my messages on Twitter and Instagram at AP for Liberty. So there we go. So not Yoda, 20%. He says, he loves that government is scary shirt. There you go, bud. So if you want to get a 20, you want to order it now, especially so it comes in time for Halloween, send me the DM, not Yoda. And after the show is over, I'll go check my DMs and I will send you your 20% off code. And you get that for as long as you're a subscriber. Yep. You, that, that Unlimited code is good. uses. Unlimited uses. The yep. only thing that it doesn't apply for, for those FYI, is for coffee, mm, but okay. you can get a coffee discount if you buy more than one bag mm -hmm. on the bundles page. So yep. if you're interested in getting any of our items at APforLibertyShop.com, for example, like our No Lives Matter shirts are selling hotcakes. They're they are. flying we out the door. We have a lot of those. And yes. we, we want to get make sure everybody gets those before Halloween. So if you've been thinking about getting one of the No Lives Matter shirts, we can't guarantee that they're going to be in stock. <laughs> so in, if you're thinking about waiting, so don't wait, get them today because I don't want you to to get sold out. Okay. Yeah. So, sometimes we look on there and we're just like, oh no, there's like five low. out of a thousand 10, in thousand, stock. Right. And everybody's <laughs> buying these. They're going to be, they're the hot item this year. Yes. So, and you can get a 20% discount, not Yoda, if you want one uh -huh. of those too. So if you're going to save 20%, might as well get a couple, right? So APforLibertyShop.com. And if you're a monthly subscriber to the show, you get 20% off. If you don't have your coupon code and you're like, hey, IP, what's up? I'm, I'm a monthly subscriber. Just hit me up in the DMs. Let me know your name and I'll go check the records that you're a subscriber and I'll send you the discount code. Sound good? Sound good? Yay. Capiche? Everybody happy? Yes. Good, good. All right. Well, we're going for another 30 minutes today. For those of you who might be watching us on some of those other social networks that we shall not mention. 
other than rumble.com. Um, I will be shutting off the stream for those who might be watching us live oh, really? on the others on at least one other. If you're oh, watching us, I on know the other one, the freedom they have Hub like app. a time schedule. That yeah. So I'll be shutting us. If you're watching us on like Apple TV, fire TV or Roku, then, and you're like, Hey, I want to continue. I want to watch the, the bonus show. Then you've got to join us at rumble.com slash AP for Liberty. And if you are watching us at rumble.com slash AP for Liberty, do us a favor, will you? S click like and subscribe. We'd be very grateful. Yes, we'd love to have you come join us. How often do we do this show, Stephanie? Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time. Thank you very much, Stephanie. All right, so let's continue the topic that we've been discussing, and that is things that are normalized now that will not be that in the future we are going to look back on and be like, this was a mistake, okay? Okay. So we're talking about things that are normal now um, but that are a, um, that we are going to look back on and say, we're a mistake. Number one on this list, actually, other than like soy social media, right? Mm -hmm. We're all, I mean, we're being hypocritic, right? So hypocritical, right? But the amount of time that we spend on social media, we'll probably look back and be, cause social media numbers are following on a lot of major networks. Facebook, not, not all, yeah, not all of them like TikTok yeah. and things like that. I think TikTok actually had their first revenue pullback this last week. Wow. But still, I feel as if people are going to look back and say, that was probably too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. Mm -hmm. and so I grew up with AOL and AOL Instant Messenger. I guess that's not considered social media, right? What's the... Uh, AOL, AOL Instant Messenger? That was before. Was that like social media before social media existed? So I've always been in like a social internet world. Mm -hmm. So I really don't know what life is like before that. But I, I would assume it's probably healthier not to be on the screen all the time. Yeah, for sure. I do wonder about the long-term impact of our eyes being focused on the screen mm -hmm. constantly. It's like, are our eyes deteriorating because of this? Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Corey and Callie, real quick, he sent a message on Rumble. It's like, I DM'd you on Twitter and Instagram. I, I didn't see him, bud. I'm sorry. He says, I sent you both Twitter and uh, uh, DM Instagram. Here's the thing. Oh. So just to guarantee that you, Corey and Callie, can get your code, do me a favor. Just send me a text, brother, at 573-319-1586. 573-319-1586 is the text line for the show. Mm -hmm. And then I'll respond back to you, Corey. Just let me know it's you. And then I'll make sure that you get your coupon code. Oh, and not Yoda as well. Just not Yoda. Send me the text. I can yes. get you your 20% your yes. discount code. Okay, so social media, we're probably going to look back and say, hey, we probably spent way too much time on it. But it was new, right? It was exciting, right? We didn't know what it would lead to. I mean, we didn't know it would lead to like body image issues. I mm -hmm. remember MySpace. MySpace was probably like the first social media mm -hmm. that I knew of. And I loved MySpace. It's where you got to share your music. It wasn't so much about sharing selfies. Mm -hmm. At least I don't remember that part. Yep. Yep. It, 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 the next item on this list of things that we'll look back at that are normalized now, but that we'll look back and say we probably shouldn't have normalized that was the amount of our lives we share with our strangers online. So, gosh, yes. Right. We used to have anonymity. Remember when the internet was like anonymous and you could actually, you could like have a screen name online and nobody knew who you were. But okay. now everybody, like, like for the most part, we all like have our like profile pics and, yeah, I, I really actually, I loved that back in the day. And I was just talking to you about it the other day that after AOL Instant Messenger went away, I lost all these friends that I'm never going to know mm -hmm. because they're anonymous and I won't be able to find them on Facebook because I don't know their real name. I just know their screen name. But specifically, speak to like the oversharing oh, thing yes. right here. 
Oversharing. My goodness. I mean, we watch videos from TikTok, especially TikTok all the time and Twitter too. People are like sharing about every little thing that's happening in their life. Divorce, surgery, deaths, uh, you know, their period. I mean, like, People are basically writing diary entries on social media. And I don't know, one day we may cringe at that and mm-hmm. be like, why did we share this? That's embarrassing. I definitely look back at posts that I made like 10 years ago on Facebook and I'm like, God, Austin, you're just childish. And it was like, <laughs> and I was like 32 at that point, you know, uh-huh. so I, I yeah, oversharing online and, you know, maybe we've overshared a little bit too much on this show today. But, Apparently. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. No, we're kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it, I think it was the, it, today has probably been one of the funniest Yay. shows we've ever done. So it being 859 right now, we're getting ready to go into overdrive and I am shutting down the stream on all. I'm going to you know what I'm going to do as a favor to rumble.com because they've been so supportive what? of us. I'm going to shut down the Wake Up America show streams on all other platforms, on all other social Ooh, networks. We're just doing and I see we the do, rumble. We do have platform. people watching us on Facebook. We do have people watching us on Kick. We do have people watching us on the Freedom Hub app, but that has to get shut down. Oh. Um, and so here's the thing. If you are watching us on Facebook or on, um, I didn't play this on Twitch because I know they'd, they'd kill us for the title. Um, so if you're watching us over anywhere else, you've got to join us and want to see the bonus show. You've got to join us at rumble.com slash AP for Liberty. We stand rumble these days. Yeah, they've been really nice to us. I mean, we feel like we have a personal connection with them because mm-hmm. so they're just so accessible to us. Uh, I do love you and I appreciate the people who are watching us. So, for example, on the Libertarian Republic Facebook page mm-hmm. and Liberty Viral Facebook page and my Austin Peterson page and at, at uh, Freedom Hub and at Kick and YouTube. But if you want to watch the bonus content for the next 30 minutes, you got to join us at rumble.com slash ap for liberty come over and join us there so we're shutting down those streams i feel like it's y2k right now everything's shutting down everything's shutting down except for rumble.com slash ap for liberty okay we are now only live exclusively at rumble.com slash ap for liberty we give them the love can everyone still see us they can are we here yes All right. So we're talking about things that are normalized now that we're going to look back in the future and say, uh, okay, maybe the, that was a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next item on the list, supplements. Oh, like um, like all of the health supplements, protein mm-hmm. powders, and all of the youth, youth supplements. Take this and you're not going to have health problems. You're going to have great skin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Supplements. I mean, who knows what's in it? I know it says it's not FDA approved, which I don't trust the FDA always, but it's like, who knows what most of this stuff is? They always say, if you can't read the label or understand words in the label, do not ingest that thing. Well, so for example, like even multivitamins, like people are just like, oh, it's just a multivitamin, take a multivitamin. But like some people have conditions like thyroid conditions Mm -hmm. that if you are taking too much potassium or niacin or whatever that's in these, you're like, oh, it's just a one a day men's. So you should, you know, get all these things. Like from from what I've understood, from what I've read is that from most of the nutritional needs that you have, you can get and should get from food. Yes. Yes. Food is medicine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And the A23 says that he takes supplements like they might be good for people Mm because again, we're not scientists, but... I will say that there are a lot of woo-woo supplements out there, especially, what are the, not holistic, what uh, are, what naturopathic. Is, no, homeopathic. Home, I don't know all the difference. Naturopathic, homeopathic, holistic. So homeopathy like, what is, is kind of like the Scientology stuff, uh-huh. right? So the thing with homeopathy is that they think that 
that the less of an ingredient of an active ingredient there uh-huh. is, the more effective it is. Right, right. So like, like mercury. Right. Well, yep. no, no, no. Oh. Not like mercury. <laughs> no, that would kill you. But uh, depending <laughs> on the mercury. But uh, there's ethyl mercury and there's methyl mercury. Yep. Um, but the so what'll happen is like let's say you wanted a painkiller uh-huh. and it's homeopathic. Yes. They will water it down so much that there's almost no ibuprofen in it, right? Or uh-huh. acetaminophen, right? The active ingredient. Okay. So you're really like you're getting what they call a painkiller, but there's no active ingredients. Mm-hmm. But it's coming to it has like water or sugar in it that has come into contact mm-hmm. with active ingredients. So homeopathy is that the less active ingredient is in it, the more effective it is. That's homeopathy. Okay. Right. So essentially it's it's kind of like which doctor, which medicine. This is a golden calf for people when you attack homeopathy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like MLM, like attacking somebody's pyramid scheme and stuff like that. People get gotcha. very upset. It's very cultish. Well, yeah, I actually know people who go to like naturopathic doctors mm-hmm. and they're all about detox mm-hmm. and they do like heavy metal testing and mm-hmm. they they literally test your poop. There's a company actually that you can submit your poop to in the mail. What? Uh, I kind of know somebody who did this. Oh my God. Uh, no. Anywho. So they did that and then they get the test results in the mail about what's wrong with their poop and all these parasites in their poop. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, take our detox, you know, our detox formula so that you can, you know, clean your colon and all this. And it's like such a trap. I mean, these medications or these whatever you call them, they're so expensive. And it's like you just keep paying more and more money to get the detox and you're never detoxed. Yeah, like the people sell you on juice cleanses. They sell mm-hmm. you on like, uh, you know, like, you know, colon blow. Do you remember that commercial I showed you with that Richard Hartman guy where he's like, colon blow. He's Colon blow? Did you know, you know what I'm talking about? Remember, he's like eating the cereal and it's colon blow cereal. <laughs> I mean, I do know about colonics. So literally, you can have a tube to, you can get colon No, 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 no. no. This was the, the, Trans- sa- yeah. the Saturday Night Live segment that I'm, that I'm talking about was called with Phil Hartman, where uh-huh. he's like talking about the cereals that he eats. <laughs> and here, wait, 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 hold on. Where, where's the cereal? Oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. Hold on one sec. Hold on. I'll, I'll pull it up for yeah. a while. I mean, these detox people, they just, they take it to a whole other level because people oh, want to feel good and they're desperate. Yeah, no, it, it's true. People are, especially people who are sick. Is uh-huh. that what you're having for breakfast? Sure. Haven't you heard? Fiber is really good for you. Well, there's fiber and then there's high fiber. Try this. Mmm. Colon blood. Sounds delicious. But is it really higher in fiber than my oat brand cereal? Take a guess. Maybe. How many bowls of your oat brand cereal would it take to equal the fiber content of one bowl of colon blow? Two. Does it have guess a again. Three. A little higher. Four. Keep trying. Five. No, you'll have to do better than that. Seven. Guess again. Eight. We'll give you one more guess. Nine. Not even close. It would awesome. take over 30,000 bowls to eat that much blood. You'd have to eat 10 oh, bowls a day every day for He's eight ready for and his colonoscopy. Years. Wow. Oh, boy. I think I get the picture. Colon blow must be the highest fiber cereal on the market. Not anymore. Now that there's new super colon blow. Super colon blow? It would take over two and a half million bowls of your oat brand cereal to 
equal the fiber content of one bowl of super colon blow. I'm convinced. Colon oh blowing you in the morning. Colon blow and new super colon blow. Warning, may cause abdominal distension. Consult a physician. <laughs> Man, warning, may cause abdominal distension. Consult a physician. Just a little bit. <laughs> So you know, death. get yourself Don't some worry. some colon blow. Wasn't that a great? Uh, wasn't oh, that a great skit? That. That was I cool. thought I showed that to you because we don't know. I can't was, remember anything. He was the comedian that was killed by his wife. Remember that I was telling you about? Oh yes, he was yes, murdered yes, by yes. his wife, and he was a uh, best buddies with Joe Rogan when Joe Rogan were on this show together. That news sucks. talk, yeah, Gosh. yeah. I showed you like a, a Phil Hartman like sketch compilation mm -hmm. recently, but um, anyways. Um, so supplements, yeah. Supplements. I, I say be skeptical. Yeah, be skeptical. We're talking about things that are normalized. If you're just tuning in the Wake Up America show, we're kind of in our, uh, uh, what do you call it, sudden death because our supporters have generously sent us some cash this morning. Are there morning. still a lot of people here supporting us? Yeah, 330 oh. people here joining us They're live right here. now. Yep, yep. And we just okay. got a new order over at Wake Up America or at apforlibertyshop.com. Oh. Thank you. Hello. Is it that uh, No Lives Matter shirt? No, actually, they bought a a, um, a whole bean Franklin's Electric oh. Elixir coffee. Yeah. They like the beans. Yes, they like the beans. Yes. Must have a, a Talk about grinder. colon blow right there, right there. Exactly. <laughs> Oh yeah, yes. yeah. That is one way to uh, get it started. My uh -huh. favorite meme of uh, is uh, I remember Chris Morrill. He had this meme of you know what a capybara is. Oh, it, mm, it's an animal. Yeah, it's like yes. the, the big, like giant, like kind of rat, the rodent yes, thing. Yes. You know, capybara. And he posted this meme once of it shows the gif of the capybara jumping into the to the pond. And he's like, uh, after that first sip of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true, you all. No, it's true. Yeah. I like I don't even have to like drink the coffee i just have to smell it in the morning uh, and like i'm activated yeah call and blow <laughs> <laughs> we're having a great show today on the wake up america show i'm your host austin peterson That's one thing maybe in the future we'll see that coffee is not such a great idea caffeine is maybe, not such a great idea yeah maybe not drinking as much caffeine but you know mm -hmm. what i love it and also now we're going to be like the soybean lobbyists <laughs> because now we sell coffee so even if coffee <laughs> is suddenly considered to be, it gives you like mega cancer, then we're going to be like, no, we're going to find four out of five doctors recommend uh, uh, founding famous coffee because that's in our best interest, right? That's right. Just well, we have decaf. So even if you don't like caffeine, we have decaf. Don't worry. There you go. You can text the show today. Let us know what's on your mind at 573-319-1586. Again, you can text the show today at 573-319-1586. Good morning, Will Run Riot. We haven't seen you in a while, bud. Nice to see you again. Hello. We miss you. Where glad have you, you been? Again. Yes, glad to see, where you, see you live. Where have you been? Where have you been? We're talking about things that, um, things that are normalized now that we think in the future we'll look back and say that that was weird. Juice cleanses was on the list, mm. right? Oh, can I tell you? Yeah, go ahead. That's why I hate cilantro. Okay. So I used to be a detoxer myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was into holistic medicine. You, of course, were. And I was trying to detox from a flu shot. Mm. And uh, I ate cilantro by itself Ugh. with no dressing Oof. or anything. A whole bunch of it. Ever since then, I cannot eat cilantro. It is disgusting. I mean, so I, don't do that. I love cilantro, but I can imagine if you <laughs> ate it straight, that would be friggin' disgusting. Yes. 
Yeah. So no, no. And it didn't help me detox. Yeah, for sure. I'm not a not a big <laughs> fan of that. All right. Um, uh, and they say that the juice cleanses are dangerous. Yeah. If you only are drinking juice, like they say, like that's probably mm-hmm. not good for you. This one, the number five on this list of things that we're going to look back on, I don't think people are ever going to get over this. I'm going to tell you, this is a huge, huge topic because it encompasses so many things. Mm-hmm. But because it's it's a logical fallacy and everyone's prone to it, and then we'll always have new generations of young idiots being blown out, you know, blown out of people's colons or their uteruses. Mm-hmm. Uterus blow. Uh, but uh, this is the idea that something that is natural automatically makes it healthier Uh-oh. right so this is oh it's all natural right organic it's organic right i hopped on that movement we, a, long time a lot ago. of people did right yes. and now it's like the soybean thing where it's like it's an industry if you attack it you're attacking people's income and you're attacking their like religion to an extent non-gmo right? not in anything that's natural so mm-hmm. so here's the thing the reason why and this it's called the naturalistic fallacy just because something's natural means that it's good or healthy or better. Yeah. S- cyanide is natural. Oh, it's in apples, right? Yes. Yes. So if you, in apple seeds, there's it's either cyanide or arsenic. And then there's something in tomatoes. Well, it's either cyanide it's, well, or arsenic. Well, tomatoes are a cousin to um, the, what's the flower? What's the flower that the, it's like the poisonous flower? Oh, Tom- I'm not sure it's, about it's, that uh, one. Poisonous tomato um, poison cousin. Yeah, so it's like fruit has it's these the poisonous. Oh, it's belladonna. It. Okay, belladonna. Its cousin is belladonna. It's highly toxic, right? So yeah, the tomato was and once thought to be poisonous, but its cousin is what is poisonous. Formaldehyde is in breast milk. Yes, formaldehyde is in breast milk, mm-hmm. right? But you know, natural can be good. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. The thing about that is that that that's the problem of like with the the mercury and vaccines, where people were freaking out about it because one, there's two kinds of mercury, and so they associated ethyl mercury with methyl mercury. Yeah. And two, people don't understand the concept of dosage. Yes. So dose. So you can eat an apple and eat some of the seeds and be fine mm-hmm. because even though there's arsenic or um, cyanide in apple seeds, there is not enough to kill you or make you sick. Now, if you ate a lot of apple seeds, you could get sick. Most people don't do that because they don't taste good. Yeah. Anyway, right. We heard somebody that ate tons of oranges. He was a really famous person in mm-hmm. history. He ate like so many oranges a day that it led to health problems. So yeah, mm-hmm. too much of any good thing is yeah, not good. Yeah, there was a dictator in uh, in Africa. I think it's Nairobi or a Ken- yes, Kenyan dictator. that was the guy. And he he ate an orange. He ate hundreds yes. of oranges every day because he thought yes. it would make his big digger. And so he would... Big digger. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. You got me? Yeah. You're getting better picking up on my subtle cues, Stephanie. <laughs> so since he thought it was going to make his big digger, then he... Um, he went ahead and like ate like dozens of oranges every day and made him sick. Right. Uh-huh. So anyways, too much of anything will make you sick. Yes. So, uh, so the naturalistic fallacy, I don't think we'll ever be cured of that because people will always believe, oh, it's natural. That means it's healthy. But just because something's natural doesn't mean it's healthy. People like nowadays will say, oh my God, they're putting chemicals in your foods and the foods are chemicals and stuff. But like, Everything is chemicals. Anything biological, like we're all chemicals. I'm made out of chemicals. You're made out of chemicals. Right. Technically speaking. Water is a chemical. Going back to the simplest terms. Penn and Teller one time on their show Bull Stuff, they Uh did um, 
a show where they went around circulating a petition for people to ban dihydrogen monoxide. Guess what that is? I'm smart. It's water. It's water. Yes. Because, oh my God, they're putting dihydrogen monoxide and everything. There's dihydrogen monoxide. And people are like, oh my God, it's a scary sounding name. So that means it's dangerous. They're like, oh, they got chemicals in the chicken that are making the freaking frogs gay. You know, I don't know. Maybe some of these chemicals do cause long-term health effects. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It does. If you drink a gallon of this, you can die. Yeah. This you can get toxicity from what's inside this. Uh-huh. And not just the BP or whatever in the plastics, right? And that are turning the freaking frogs gay. But the water itself in a high enough dosage. That's the problem. One, the naturalistic fallacy. Two, the problem of dosage. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks, like, oh my God, did you know there's formaldehyde in breast milk? Yeah, but it's safe for your baby. You can have it in a, in a certain amount, right? Right. But people are never going to learn that lesson. And because it's an industry that sells natural products. And then three, it is a religion. It is natural foods, natural products. It's not just a capitalistic industry where because you've got the people on one side that are making money. And then you've got two, you've got people who are literally, they are wedded to the concept of, of naturalism. They, 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 they believe it like they believe in, like people believe in God. You know? Oh, absolutely. I was kind You're of never gonna it change for a while. Mind. It is like a cult and you feel like you want to save everybody right. from these dangers of the world. And so you start uh, showing them links online from naturalnews.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, come read this research about what the chemicals are doing to you. But really, it's like, to be honest, I didn't do much research. I had no idea what I was spewing out. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just repeating things I heard from other holistic people. Exactly. No, that's what most people do. That's yeah. what most people do. Somebody uh, is texting in the show. They said, solanine is the chemical in the slime. This is Heartland Oki. The chemical in the slime around the seeds that prevents them from sprouting. Once it deteriorates, the seeds can sprout. Ever seen a tomato with sprouts coming out of it? Solanine is gone. Boy, that's interesting. I don't um, think I've ever seen a tomato with sprouts coming out of it. No, I don't think I have either, right? I don't think I have ever. Um, if you're uh, just tuning in the Wake Up America show, good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. We're glad to have you here. There's a lot of people chatting in yeah, there. Yeah, a I lot see of the, people. The Three, text going 330 going. people. We are going into overtime today huh. to, to 9.30 a.m. Yeah. as an extra treat for all of our listeners who are joining the Wake Up America show um, now. And we usually go till 9 a.m., but because we had so many generous donors... We've decided to go till 9.30 a.m. Central Time, and we appreciate you very much. Um, you can do us another favor. Click like and subscribe to the channel if it's your first time watching us here. And join us every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time, and we'll be grateful for that. Make sure you click that like button. Help us to spread the ideas of economic freedom and personal liberty. Right now, we're talking about things that are normalized that we think in the future will we'll look back and say that that was probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Cooking things in plastic, eating and drinking things out of plastic. Oh, yeah, because it leaches the chemicals, what right? What do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I used to be such a, such a paranoid person about everything because I wanted to avoid getting cancer and avoid getting sick. But mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? I'm not actually living and enjoying because I'm just so risk averse. Mm-hmm. So then I just started not caring at all. And now I think I'm on a whole different end of the spectrum where i'm just like meh that's so the thing i just that, don't think about it as much yeah because here's the thing like we for some our society is so like safety obsessed it's like oh we can't have you can't eat this don't eat that don't eat this don't eat that don't do this don't do that put on a helmet put on this and just kind of like 
at some point it's kind of like, you know, and then you, they'll go and they'll interview somebody who's like the oldest person in the world. <laughs> and they'll be like, what was the secret to a long life? He's like, drink a Coors Light every day, right. smoke a cigar every day and all yeah. this kind of stuff. You're like, ah, yes. dude, you know, imagine, imagine it's like, you know, they're the healthiest person in the world. You only ate all the whole foods, you're organic. You never drink out of plastics and all this. And then you get hit by a bus. Yeah, those are the people. I mean, I hear about them all the time. Those marathon runners that are so healthy, so fit, mm -hmm. and they just, they die, you know, from cancer or a heart attack or something. And it's like, mm -hmm. you can try to prevent stuff, but only so much. We're talking right now live about things that are normalized in our society, things that we will look back on and say, oh, that was a mistake. Another thing that was on the list here, letting children have unlimited access to the internet and using the internet as a babysitter. Stephanie, your thoughts? Oh, uh, yeah. The parental controls are very necessary. Why? Absolutely, because kids don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're exploring. They're curious creatures. And so they need somebody to explain to them yep. what they're observing in this internet world, because mm. there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Not Yoda, our newest subscriber on the show, says that he doesn't wear helmets and he doesn't wear condoms. He's a risky SOB. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, the helmet thing, I can definitely speak to that. I don't know about you, but when I was a child, I never wore helmets or knee pads. And my mother used to give me permission to lie to my doctor about mm -hmm. that. I've got a pretty, I've got a pretty sweet scar on the side of my head oh. from when I wasn't wearing a helmet. I was rollerblading uh -huh. as a kid, and I was just wearing like a, like a what do you call it, headband. Yes. And uh, I crashed, and there was this railroad tie that had uh. a squ the square edge, you know, uh. so it was like sharp, and I went smack right on there in my skull and just sliced oh, that sucker if open. If only a helmet yeah. was yeah. on your head. If I was wearing a helmet, that wouldn't have happened. I would have been fine. But then I wouldn't yeah. have this awesome scar on the side of my head. So. Yeah, I do have a scar on my chin from mm -hmm. falling off my bike. But I don't think there's really a chin pad that you can use exactly mm -hmm. on a bicycle. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, helmets, now as I'm an adult and as we're thinking about having a family, it's like, I don't know, I might have my kid wear a helmet, mm -hmm. you know, because your head is pretty valuable. Mm-hmm. We've got 10 more minutes here on the Wake Up America show. We had just a little bit of an internet uh, um, blip there. They oh, say really? the audio is fine, but the video is a little bit choppy. Uh -oh. Sorry about that. Sometimes the internet just chops. Uh, so hopefully oh. it will It looks like it's starting to come back up. I'm monitoring it right now. So it's starting to come back. Sorry about that, guys. We do have about nine more minutes left on the Wake Up America show. And uh, we're going into overtime talking about things that people are sharing that we'll look back and regret. Playing football a kid, as a kid is some healthy growing up thing. As someone who suffered from three severe co concussions before I was 20, let me tell you, head injuries are no joke. On a serious matter, I'm not yet 40, but my wife and I have already had an end of life talk about what to do with me when my memory, which is already deteriorating, goes completely. Dude, that's kind of scary. Mm -hmm. Don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, football, um, your nephew, our nephew, Mario, mm -hmm. uh, he's a football player now mm -hmm. in middle school. And uh, he talks about kids that, you know, get concussions. Yeah, it's common, unfortunately, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I want to get my kid into martial arts and that's dangerous as hell, you know? Sure. So. I mean, definitely have them wear all the padding, the headgear, yeah, the body sure. gear, but that can only protect them so much. Mm -hmm, for sure. K-Cups, the inventor of K-Cups for coffee, says that he laments what his invention has wrought. He's talked about how they're not recyclable, expensive, and not good quality coffee, he says. Recyclable? Eh. 
I, mean, I don't I know don't about know. that. Yeah, recycling <laughs> is a big waste of energy and resources. Uh, tell them, tell them about our our recyclable. Tell them about our uh, K cups that we have at uh, oh, APForLibertyShop.com. Yeah. This is actually really good, not just a plug, right. but so we they should have done this initially. Do have recyclable K cups? So I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so yeah. basically, if you don't have a coffee maker and you just have like a Keurig machine at your house, you can actually buy our coffee. Which, if you haven't heard of it, it's called Founding Flavors Coffee. It is. Founding Fathers themed coffee. We've got decaf. We've also got caffeinated, light, medium, dark roast, also single origin. I pulled up the picture of the, oh, the K-cup pods. A lot of people have K-cups only. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, well, I can't drink your coffee because you don't make it in K-cups. Yeah. Well, you can buy our coffee and then get our K-cups. We sell these at cost. So we don't make any money on these at oh, all. Oh, yeah. It's a great price. It's a great price. 10 bucks for these filters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can use them for other people's coffee. But why would you? Ours is the best. Uh, we also have a French press as well. Yeah. My favorite of all of our coffees is the Founding Flavors Thomas's Painkiller one. So mm -hmm. check that out. AP and I like Betsy's Liberty Lullaby because I don't do caffeine, but uh, Betsy's Liberty Lullaby is decaf. So there they that's go. All where, good. And where can they get it? They can get it at APForLibertyShop.com. All right. So another thing that people are saying we're going to look back on one day and we're going to regret is um, the household cleaning products that we use. The, <laughs> they say that you're inhaling all that crap. Yeah, dude, when yes. I walked in last night, the carpet cleaner, because you cleaned up George's puke. Yes. The carpet cleaner, the whole bathroom was like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, what is all this stuff? What do you think? You know what the best cleaner that we use is, is the Simple Green. Oh, that's pretty potent in terms of smell. It is potent in terms of smell, but it's not like, it's not as, like the chemicals in it are not as powerful simple. as a lot of simple green. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I think about that too. Um, my mom always warns me about bonfires, candles, incense. I mean, what are you inhaling, right? Mm -hmm. Anything going through your lungs, it's like, what is that doing to you? Mm -hmm. So I do question that, but then I say, I just want to have fun. Yeah, for sure. Kermode Bear says he's tried the painkiller. It's very good, but the elixir is still his favorite. Good to know. Um, Tolly Owen says that she needs to order some more. Yes, you can. What I recommend they do, because if they go to the bundles page, Stephanie, mm -hmm. you can check out and you can when you it, first of all, you buy more than one bag, you get a discount. But you can actually do a subscription to the coffee. Yes. So you can buy it. You can have it delivered once a month, once every two months or once every three months. Mm -hmm. So if you like the coffee, Sign up for a monthly or two month or three month subscription, so then you can just keep it keep it coming. We've got three subscribers right now Yay. for our coffee, which is so funny because we had this like competing coffee brand attacking us recently, saying we all were copying them because they're like founding fathers or whatever. Yes, but like they're like they definitely have way more customers than we do because they've been around a lot longer. They're like you, you're just punching down. You're just you're 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 stealing for our ideas because you know you're the big rich guy. Blah blah blah. We're like. Bro, you have no idea. We have three monthly subscribers to our coffee brand as yeah, it is. So. I mean, numbers are deceiving, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, I would also think that you're super rich, super famous, a celebrity, you know? That's, that's what you appear to be. Fake it until you make it, baby. So maybe you are. Maybe Fake you really are a celebrity. Make it, baby. Yeah, maybe love, you drive I, around in a limo. I know, no. I drive around in old beat-up F-150, so, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, baby. That's what we always say. We're glad to have you here. We've got five more minutes left to go on the Wake Up America show. Oh, we're in overtime, and we're grateful for you guys. It went so fast. Davos Weed Chronicles joining us live this morning. What's up, Davos? You might like our Grim Reefer t-shirt. Grim Reefer, yes. That weed guy Possibly. in the chat. Yeah. Yes, Grim Reefer <laughs> over at APForLibertyShop.com. Um, we're talking about things that we've that are normalized, that are deemed you know okay today, but that we will look back on and we will say, um, this was a mistake. Um, distance running. 
consistent impact wreaks havoc on your joints and tendons, especially if you're a heel striker or flat footed, which is most of us. What do you think? I mean, we've been running since the beginning of time, yes. since we were cavemen. Exactly. I exactly. Mean, I don't know about that. You gotta exercise, people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Kermode Bear says Austin is rich. He's rich in friends. That's hilarious. That's right. I'd rather have money. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We're grateful to have all of our friends and, and people who've been tuning into the show this morning and for helping us to go a little bit longer today. Stephanie P for Liberty. It's been a wonderful show. What's been your favorite part of the show today, would you say? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I think the most calming part of the show was this last segment right here. Mm -hmm. Probably like the most exciting part of the show, but also the most stressful was the pearly things part because, you know, it's a very intense subject. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, I liked it all. I liked it all. Yeah. Looks like Will Run Riot is talking about staggering his subscription for the coffee. Thank you, Will. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you very much. Yeah, I always have to tweak subscriptions. It's hard to know how much you actually use. You got to feel it out a little bit. Yeah, once every three months, I think doesn't make sense. Mm. Two months, maybe one month for sure. Um, right. And that's what most people do. We do have like one subscriber, Levi. He's got like every three months, but he buys yep. like a big bundle. Right. And the thing about coffee is it lasts for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So you'd be fine. Yep. Well, Having a little says, he drinks a lot of coffee. He says he probably needs a bag every two weeks. If you're serious, we'll we'll, we'll make a two-week one for you, just for you. <laughs> uh, don't forget, too, since Halloween season is here, you got to go get your Halloween items now so they yep. can get there in time. So make sure that you order your No Lives Matter shirt. The thing about the No Lives Matter shirts is that they're so popular, we are afraid of running out. So yep. go to APforLibertyShop.com and order your No Lives Matter shirt today. Because no guarantee that we'll yeah. have them in stock because they are selling like crazy. And don't forget, if you've got that, if you were the monthly subscriber, you get your 20% discount as well. Right, Steph? That's right. We'll give you a super secret code. That's right. If you subscribe. And if you don't have your super secret code, then you're going to want to make sure that you hit us up. Send me a DM. We've got all kinds of awesome products over at APforLibertyShop.com. All gun laws are an infringement shirt, which is totally badass. Yeah. You can get awesome George Washington tees, like on a scale of 1 to 1776. How free are you tonight? I have a phone case. Show us your phone case, love I really lady. love it. I designed it for myself, so it was kind of a selfish make, but uh, it is a World War One propaganda Lady Liberty on an antique phone, and uh, I love it. Stephanie, how many more um, Donald Trump toilet brushes do we have? Uh, maybe two. I think one maybe, or two. Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe two. So if you want one of those Donald Trump toilet brushes, get them because when they're gone, we probably aren't going to order anymore because they don't really sell a whole lot. So, but oh. yeah, but that's okay. You know, some people like them, some people don't. Right. And we also have those really cute Don't Tread On Me shirts for the ladies, V-necks, APForTheRishop.com. Stephanie, anything else that you want to say to our audience before we say goodbye? Ask your significant other what they need and want from you today. Mm -hmm and be free. Hey, we love you guys. Thanks so much for supporting the Wake Up America show. Thanks for all the rumble rants. Thanks for the monthly subscribers. Thanks to Lear Capital for supporting us. And thank you, of course, to my lovely smoking hot redheaded libertarian wife for whom without I would not be able to do all of this. So let's give it up to Steffi P for Liberty. <laughs> thank you. Follow, Good to be here. Follow me at, at AP for Liberty on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and everywhere. And Steffi P for Liberty. Everywhere, Everywhere, pretty much. And we'll see you on Monday right here. Like and subscribe before you go. So we'll see you on Monday in the Wake Up America show at wakeupamericashow.com.